Blog Talk Radio. This is the Chab Dogs Sports Talk Show. We're ADHD hosts that are OCD about our sports. Host Brandon Chabner brings you Eric the Well-Read, Frank the Tank, and Boston Mark for sports talk that's breaking news everywhere else. Now, here's your host, Brandon Chabner. Hello, and welcome to the Chab Dog Sports Talk Radio Show for Sunday, August 25th. This is Eric the Well-Read filling in once again for Chab Dog. For anyone you're looking for the Chab Dog, it is me once again. Chab Dog is on his way back now from Nantucket. Uh, we'll be here for sure next Sunday. But for today, you've got Eric the Well-Read filling in for Chab Dog. Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll hear him call in from an airport. But in the meantime, we've got a lot of exciting sports news to cover. Uh, top of the headlines is Patrick Chung, the New England Patriots, indicted for felony cocaine. Evgeny Kuznetsov, also facing cocaine charges, cocaine allegations. Evgeny, what a cool name. Uh, of course, we have uh, Antonio Brown news, how the bottom of his feet are doing, right from the sole. I want to discuss uh, changes in rules that include being able to play on an 80-yard field. I didn't know that was possible. Maybe you did, but we're going to have a look at that this week. Of course, we're going to talk some Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton, poor guy. T.Y. Hilton is going to be sitting on a corner, banging a can, looking for change here now that his quarterback is gone. And, of course, we're going to talk Colts football. We'll talk some Jacoby Brisket, uh, Brissett. Sorry. Going to wallow a bit in Case Keenum. Oh, my goodness. The whole – I mean, the Redskins, it's already a lost season, and it hasn't even, we haven't even played a game yet. And the most exciting thing in golf was a lightning strike in Atlanta. That and more on the Chab Dog Sports Talk Radio Show. But first, we got Tank. That season was the season from hell. So if this cocksucker would mind his own business and let me manage the fucking team, we'd be a lot better off. Well, how can you say so much and say nothing at all? Now what the fuck are some of these goddamn questions? So to be worried about where the fuck her next lay is coming from rather than where her next goddamn tomato plant's coming from. I've done more for the Mets than Bobby Bonilla's done the last 16 years. She'd get her ass out of the fucking bars at night and go hustling around the goddamn street. She might get a prick stuck in her once in a while. Hey, Chad Dog, you want to hear an interesting stat? Go fuck yourself and the fuck with your show. Giant blue. 
black dildo, giant 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 black dildo. The price is wrong, bitch. Hello and welcome to the Chav Dog Sports Talk Radio Show Sunday edition with Eric the Wall Red and seventeen oh six. Go ahead. Hey, it's it's it's, it's Frank. Uh, I'm at the laundromat, dude. But just put my clothes in the dryer, so I only have a few minutes. Oh, I my usual busy Sundays. Well, we're just thrilled to have you on, Tank. There's so much we need to get caught up on. My goodness. Uh, let's just jump right into it. The Mets. Uh, you gave them up for dead how long ago? But look at this. Is this are they are they reaching out of the grave? What's going on? No, they're dead. Really? Yeah, they they, they never could beat the praise. It was all it was all an illusion. And then they put on these ugly white uniforms, and it erased any magic they had. They they complete took they had the mad the magic and then he put a big giant grab a white out. Yeah, with uh, nicknames, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, I hear that uh, Rob Manfred wants every uniform to be like this now. You see, send send uh, yes, uniforms in uh, color and in style will create sensory overload. Is this the first time Major League Baseball has ever gone to this scheme of uniform and, and name? Well, they've done player weekends in the past, but at least uh-huh. they've been the team colors. This is yeah, the, these this were... is the future. This is the future. This is what everyone wants: black really? and white. Yep. They said that they said that uh, that, that 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 people of of uh, sensory sensitive sensory dispositions or one mm-hmm. point uh, all. The point one of one percent of the Americans, and uh, just for that we have to very special accommodation because it's the woke generation. Oh, uh, what? Because people are colorblind? Uh, <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, could these uniforms be any worse? Uh, not much. I mean, it was black. It was white. It was the absence of a uniform. They're just wearing, you know, a tunic over their nuts or something. I don't know. They had the, the team name black on black, and the team number is black on black. You can't even tell who's out there. Yeah, and what's with this nickname stuff? And Joe Buck was going gaga over them yesterday about how beautiful they look. Well. It, What's there to go gaga over? It's either white or it's black. Big frickin' deal. I mean... <laughs> it's like a Federico Fellini movie or something? I got disconnected here for a second. Do you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. <sighs> okay, so so the Mets, it was false alarm there. What about uh, Sam Rosen? Does he look like your starting quarterback? Josh Rosen. Sorry, Josh Rosen. Sam Rosen is a uh, guy on uh, Fox and uh, New York Rangers announcer. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I miss I fire think, with Sam Rosen all the time. Yeah, he's got a good voice, I, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I like Sam Rosen. I, 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 think, I think Josh Rosen is the right choice for the Dolphins. Whether he's good or not, we need to know. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to know anything from a journeyman, 38-year-old quarterback who's got flashes and the brilliance and flashes of sucking. That's the road to mediocrity. We don't want mediocrity. We either want to suck or we either want to be uh, know who our quarterback is for the future. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way to find out. You're going to have to start the boy in a couple of weeks. It. You got it. There's no yeah. other choice. Josh Rosen has to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I think he's the best of what you got, and, and he didn't get a fair shake in, in Arizona. And, and if he's no good, then you know. Then you draft a quarterback next year. I think the question I mean, is still out there. So yeah, I don't. I can't I, say. I, you know, I, I want. I want. You know, we want to see the, him succeed. He was a good college quarterback, but he played. You know, <laughs> played in the pack. What is it? Pack fourteen, pack eighteen. That's growing by the minute the now. Middle of the pack uh-huh. twelve. Yes, every team in that conference is mediocre. It's the middle of the pack. Yeah, very very mediocre co- competition. Uh, him and that Jets quarterback. Yep. Speaking about quarterbacks, is there oh any goodness. other way to, say, to, to describe the culture situation other than shit out of luck? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Still regrettable. Oh, my goodness. Here's a prediction. He goes and plays in the XFL. No. Yes. But I thought he's 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 all broken up. He can't play. You know, his body's broken he's, or something. He's going to announce sometime January or maybe December that he intends to play in the XFL. Huh. Who is the commissioner well, that, of the XFL? Um, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon is, is bankrolling the league. But this time he's installed a real commissioner. Who's running the thing? Who's running the show? The Ice Cube? Uh, Ice Cube. One Oliver Luck. Oliver Bluff? Oliver Luck. Andrew Luck's father is the commissioner of the XFL. Mm -hmm. Andrew Luck's father is the commissioner of the XFL. Oh. Keep an eye on that. Really? Yes. You Is he the, the one responsible for the hot tubs back in the day? No, he's not. That was back then. I'm talking about the new XFL. Okay. Did you see the press conference the other day when he announced all the team names? Uh, you know, I, I, I did catch wind of that, and some of those names and logos need some improvement. You know, if I was doing a report card, they'd be but in that category, be like even below a D. It's like why, you know, Wildcats, you couldn't come team. up with something else. I mean, fuck. Black and white, couldn't find another color in the fucking spectrum to make a uniform out of. Hello. Do you want this? Yeah. Do you want this league to succeed? <laughs> I actually like some of the team names. Well, yeah. They just uh, ran out of good names. I like the Houston Roughnecks. 
and the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. sort of bringing back the uh, the Derek. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I like the Gargoyle logo on the New York team. Mm-hmm. I just wish instead of being called the New York Guardians, they would have actually called it the New York Gargoyles. Is there a gargoyle connection in New York? A lot of the tall buildings in New York, older buildings built around the uh, turn of the century, have gargoyle statues on them. And this was to protect them from some sea monster invasion? <laughs> you know the superstition. I but a lot so. of buildings built in the 19th century have there's some of the older, older tall buildings in New York have uh-huh. gargoyles on the side. I, I, I do appreciate that. Some beautiful architecture there. Exactly like that. Some very tall you ones, see, too. It's the logo is the, the name of the team is the Guardian. Uh-huh. And it's a, gar, it's a gargoyle is, the lo, is in the logo. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. What's your prediction here? Is this league going to last uh, as I, long as it did last time? I think it might last two to three years. Okay. And they're going to run out of money. They're going to, yeah, they're going to run out of money, but they're going to, and at least in the first two years, are going to try to lure players from the NFL. Uh-huh. And, hey, how about uh, Antonio Brown? Do you think Antonio Brown's going to head there? He might. If he could run, yeah, and if, we'll see if he could run now. Yeah, if, if if this helmet thing continues to spiral out of control, don't be surprised if he ends up in the XFL. Wow. So, tech. and then there'll be lawsuits about the XFL taking NFL taking XFL players. The NFL will probably win that lawsuit, and the XFL will die. Oh, the XFL could only hope for the publicity of such a lawsuit. Must be part of their game plan. It will help, and if they land some of these star players, if if Andrew Luck does indeed go to the XFL. Mm-hmm. But here's my my ultimate prediction for Andrew Luck. He sits out at the NFL where he's playing the XFL for just two years and ends up replacing Tom Brady in New England. Doing the ultimate fuck you to the, 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 new, the, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, but he might... Does he have... I'm not aware of any acrimony he has with the... You know, he could with the Colts, but I'm not aware of any. Are you? The owner. The owner. The, the owner's an asshole. Per se? I, I, I wasn't yeah. aware that he, you know, didn't like... I mean, I don't... I don't know where they loved Ursay say either, but... Is there a ripple there? He's a cokehead. He's a weird guy. Oh, he does more than that. <laughs> I think he snorts other prescriptions, too. It's not just... Yeah, he's he's a very weird guy. Yeah, that's true. Yes, his father was a weird guy too. Yeah, that that thirty-five years ago, taking his uh, taking the Baltimore Colts and moving to Indianapolis on Mayflower yep. truck. Mayflower. <laughs> Mayflower trucks. That's right. Oh, speaking it's of cocaine. Showers. April brings showers, May mm-hmm. flowers, bring the Colts to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. What do you make of uh, Patrick Chung and his uh, felony cocaine, uh, well, let's see, charges being brought against him? 
Patriots lead the party. When it's time, it's time to get lit up. Let it celebrate the Patriot way. Everybody wang chung tonight. Smoke <laughs> some coke up your nose tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, that captures, that captures the spirit of it. <laughs> what is it? I mean, cocaine. Yeah, not just he's just snorting a little felony cocaine. <laughs> well, you hear about the two vets? Felony. You heard about the two former Mets, right? Mets? Two former Mets? Who? Yes. Well, they're not. They they played for the Mets. They're not really, like, ingrained in Met culture. Mm-hmm. Although one has an infamous play in Mets history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octavio Dotel, who played for about 100 teams, began mm-hmm. his career at the Mets. And uh, Luis Castillo, who ended his career at the Mets, had an infamous drop fly ball, also played for the Marlins were both arrested as part of a cocaine uh, trafficking uh, scheme between uh, the Dominican Republic and the United States. Oh, the DR, yeah. Yeah. Now, Castillo was released, but uh, Dotel's detained. Yeah, I heard the story here. Were they working together, or are they two separate cases that just happened to be both involved no, in the, the DR? No, they're in the case. Okay. But uh, yeah, tells like got like more. It's more heavily implicated. Uh, so Dotel's going to roll on some people. He's in protective and this custody. is a guy. This is one of those guys that was like he's a reliever. Came up with the Mets. Mets traded him. Actually traded him for uh, Mike Hampton before the 2000 season. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he ended up going to the Astros. Played a number of years with the Astros, and then. He, like, bounced around, like, Yankees, Phillies, Pirates. He played for a number of teams. Mm-hmm. You know one of those relievers that's on a different team every year? That's who Octavio Dotel was. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I've seen Dotel. I saw I saw him over the years. I've seen him here and there. Never, mm-hmm. yeah, just sort of a, in the background. Never really paid much yeah. attention. The name is kind of odd. It's about a Dotel. Interesting. Something about that name. But yeah, him and uh, Louis Castillo were arrested for uh, part of a uh, the trafficking uh, scheme. What about Evgeny Kuznetsov? Washington Capitals. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard much about that one. Is he? I mean, something, some hockey federation or something said he can't play or skate or something. Oh but... yeah. Yeah, they uh, they have stricter rules. He's not allowed to play uh, international hockey. Okay. Because he, of uh, PEDs. I was a PED. Okay, so it wasn't cocaine. No, doping. Doping. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so he can uh, still keep going in the. Uh, he's okay. That's different. I they kept talking about. Uh, I got that tied up with the cocaine. So much cocaine this week. Yeah, so yeah, he's gonna be out for. He's gonna. He can't play if the uh, NHL goes back to the Olympics. He can't go back to the Olympics. Oh, okay. If I mean, like a he's... tournament sanctioned by the International Hockey Federation, mm-hmm. uh, a national tournament, he can't play in that. But he can play in the NHL because NHL has different rules. Sure. 
Okay. Yeah. That's not going to affect his NHL playing career. Yeah, the NHL, uh, he'll get like, uh, I, think, I think he already might have even served like a 50 game suspension or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's see here, it was a lightning strike of the, uh, the golf tournament in Atlanta. Yeah, I heard about that. It's the most exciting thing that occurred at the match. They are trying so hard for this FedEx Cup to catch on. They moved the uh-huh. PGA to May. They moved the FedEx Cup from uh, August and September to August. Just trying to get more people to watch the FedEx Cup, and nobody gives a fuck about the FedEx Cup. No, it always seems to find the rain, too. Um, there are four tournaments people care about in the in, uh-huh. in, in uh, PGA, and that's the majors. You can't force anyone else to watch anything else. Maybe it'll watch the Ryder Cup, but that's about it. Every other tournament is just another tournament. Well, if it doesn't have Tiger in it, forget it. We all want Tiger. Well, Tiger's done. Yeah. He, the country uh, just he, can't get enough of of watching, of seeing him on the on the course, and remembering what he what he did to all those Perkins waitresses. I mean, he might have a a flash of brilliance here or there, but he can't do it on a consistent basis anymore. And yet, people can't get enough of him. They want to see him on the course. You know, they, they watch him if he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. It's it's bewildering, yeah. Because his play, yeah, yeah. Compared to the group, I guess it's about average, isn't it? Maybe below. He gets yeah, flashes. It, you're right. Yeah, it flashes. If he, if he's healthy enough, if his back is not hurting, if his legs aren't hurting, and if he's driving the ball accurately, he might have a chance to win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Speaking of predictions, and since it's just you and I on the line, what do you really think about the Patriots this year? They're going to fucking Super Bowl. They're going to be that good, huh? It's not that they're that good. It's just that nobody can find a way to fucking challenge them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. It's... Them and everybody else. I mean, I mean, the Chiefs have a shot, but then you have Andy Reid, and he he, he, he shits the bed every time. Uh, he's in a big game. He's not quite ready. I mean, not Amy never be ready, Andy Reid, but he might be with. Uh, he's never been the worst big game coach than Andy Reid. He's this generation's Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, but maybe with this quarterback, this might be his. Uh, what breaks him through? I, I mean, the uh, the division the, uh, the Patriots in is continuing to be the, the Sun Belt division. The Jets may be good enough to make a playoff run at 10-6. The Jets? The Dolphins are going to be terrible. The Bills are going to be terrible. Yeah, the Dolphins ate at that buffet last year, and they got, got fattened up. They, they had almost run into the playoffs. Okay. 
But that's what it is. It's they always end up seven and nine. I am tired of being seven and nine. I'd rather go three and thirteen and seven and nine. Yeah, you got your new fancy new quarterback. I mean, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Liverwurst on Sundays. Oh well. Hey, look. At least you don't have Case Keenum as a quarterback. At least I don't have Ryan Tranchell anymore. Oh. No, the Redskins. I uncertifiably three and thirteen. I'm calling it. That's my fifty-fifty. Three and thirteen. How many Monday night games do they have this year? Do they have any Monday night games to lose? Uh, I thankfully I don't think they have any. They're they're that bad. I mean, I mean, the Redskins are so the Redskins are so bad on Monday Night Football. They're so You've irrelevant. Seen You've seen the stats on uh, the, the Redskins and Monday Night Football over the last twenty years, haven't you? I've seen the stats. Tank, I know the stats. I've watched every one of those games. I mean, it's to the point now when the Redskins take the field, they should replace uh, Hail to the Redskins with uh, the Boomtown Rants. I don't like Mondays. Exactly. It was written for them. It's just, you can never count on them to come through on a Monday night game. For This goes back to the 80s. But I remember we in the 80s when it was the other way as well. The Skins, you know, they were very dependable on Monday nights. And then well, it, uh, well, the Redskins, Monday night, got their, their struggles have only started when Daniel Snyder brought the team. Yeah, that was about the time. Because I think since 1997, I think the record's like, Four and twenty, four and thirty on Monday Night Football. Something like I'm that. And I'm surprised the Skins even won that many. Ugh. Horrible. And it it seemed like they won none of them. Last, and like I, I think in the last ten years they're like winless. Yeah, that seems about right. Uh, and the thing efforts. is, it's not like it's not like the game's even close. It's like. They, they get the door, their doors blown off on Monday night. Well, they just consistently lose. But they've just consistently, that whole time period, they, for the most part, except for RG3, they were consistently bad. They can go back to the whole time period that uh, the Snyder's owned the team. You know, they've been bad. And that's, you know, what do you say? Yeah, is it the owner's fault? Is it the player's fault? Is it the GM's fault? Is it the people that the owner's hired? It's certainly not from lack of spending to say why the Redskins have sucked under Snyder. It's, you know, yeah, and I don't, you know, say what you will about Snyder. Is he a good man? Is he a bad man? I don't give a fuck about, you know, his personality. It's not, like it's not like he's a cheap owner either. He spends the money. Is You're right. Yeah. And they still suck. <laughs> and he's not, a, he's not an Ursay. You know, I don't believe he's pill popping or doing anything crazy like that. But, you know, again, not that it matters what he does in his personal life, but the team still sucks. He rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I think is what the issue is. Yeah. He spends all that money and gets accused of rubbing people the wrong way, and yet he spends all that money. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. He gets, he, he gets a bad rap. I guess it's scoreboard. 
Yeah. Okay. This is what you've had for the twenty something years you've owned the team. They've sucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dumping I, I think ground. a lot of the frustration comes from actually the Redskins' struggles. I mean, they've had draft bust after draft bust. They had one oh, yeah. year of RG three, and then he was never the same after hurting his knee. No. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. And you continue to be Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's... I mean, you saw the same Kirk Cousins in Minnesota that you saw in Washington. Mm-hmm. Put up gaudy numbers against bad defenses. When a good team comes in there, he shits to bed. Yeah, you better have something else going other than your quarterback. If your quarterback's Kirk Cousins. Because he's not going to be enough. No. But he's serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. He's serviceable. He's serviceable and he's got a huge contract though. Yeah, he's very expensive. But then you know what? Tank quarterbacks I you know, we we, we grew up in the eighties. I mean quarterbacks are expensive today. (laughs) You're not gonna get someone to play anyone any good to play for less than ten million a year. How about the Colts the way they've just been just just absolutely screwed? Oh, that is so tragic. I just feel, you know, the more it's still sinking in, but it's just sick to my stomach. I remember the, I was there in the stadium in the first preseason game when he came out, and from the first snap, Luck passes it to T.Y. Hilton, touchdown. And that was his very first play from scrimmage. I thought, wow, it, it, it was all storybook and Hollywood Cinderella, as it sounds. It was a it was a great beginning to a career. Uh, it really sucks it's been c- cut short here. And you see all the cold you, you, fans booing him as he left the field yesterday. What's that? They, he walked off the field yesterday, and they booed him. Yeah, I heard I heard of that. Can't blame him. I mean, it's just so shocking. The way he handled it was poorly done. Well, retiring when people are counting on you, there's never a good moment to do it. No. But it's, and you know, fans got to realize, dude, it's his body, you know, like chill out. <laughs> he's not, he's not doing this you know, to, to go play for New England tomorrow. Or something like that. He, he's, but if I think he ends he's, up in the XFL, Colt fans are going to be, it's going to be just red, red with anger think, is beyond the words. I think we'd see Hoosier, yeah, Hoosier terrorist violence. <laughs> and then when he comes back in three years and plays for the Patriots, they're going to have to have extra security. They're going to have to have extra security. They're going to yeah. have to have, uh, they're going to have to have, like, uh, no fans in the lower bowl of the stadium. Exploding footballs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So the Mets, are you happy? <sighs> I just think it's just an illusion. They're going to end up being back below 500 again soon. Okay. The last, Did you the last he, two but, nights, and they're all whites, have been a nightmare. 
But back in May, do you think you'd get this far? No. The Mets could, yeah, could be this far over 500. Of course, now we get someone with a car radio blaring. Uh-huh. Oh, did you ever get the Yukon fixed? What was that? Did you ever get the Yukon fixed? Yeah, do you mean the uh, old car? Oh, the old car. Okay, so you, you you change vehicles. Yeah. The there was no fixing that car. That car was dead. Uh-huh. No no heat. And it was just falling apart. It was rusting out completely. Yeah, those New Jersey winters, all that salt and chemicals they put on the roads. Eat yeah, I actually vehicles. got a, a, a 2019 Hyundai now. Oh, 2019. Sweet. Yep. Has it got that new car smell? Oh, new car smell is that worn down now. It's been uh, it's been five months. Hmm. But that there, though, yeah, that that was in there for a couple of while, for a while. So uh, here's here's a this will be funny. What's the mileage difference? Well, I've just rolled around uh, 2,300, I think, now. We're getting close to 2,400 miles on this. And the other one had uh, over 180,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first got this, it was yeah, it was on 16 miles. 16? Uh-huh. Yes. And the uh, fuel economy. What's the uh, difference in fuel economy between the two? It was getting to the point where I almost had to fill up every week. Uh-huh. That thing was just sucking oil down. Uh-huh. Once you ride, everything is better. It was keeping the Ayatollah uh, in charge, huh? Yep. All the oil it was consuming. Yep. Like the Exxon Valdez. Well, I had a fuel line leak last year. <laughs> Thank goodness you're not a smoker. Yeah, the, the fuel line got rusted out. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and how much did that was? Geez, that was an expensive repair, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And it's one of those things you kind of can't defer, like a broken uh, air conditioner fan or something. You got you got fuel lines got to work. Even if you want to junk it, you got to, it's got to work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd be much happier with that Hyundai. What color? Black. What color is the interior? Sort of a grayish interior. Mm-hmm. Dark gray, charcoal. Does it got a stereo? Yeah, it's got a good stereo. Sweet. And I could actually plug my phone into the uh, the car and talk mm-hmm. to you over the car stereo. Oh, sweet. It's so you, you kind of like got, going for a drive. It's got the satellite radio. Uh-huh. It's got the satellite radio. Uh-huh. And it pulls up the maps on my phone on the uh, the Waze apps and puts it on the dashboard. 
For weed maps? Waze maps or Google maps. Oh, Waze. GPS. Yes, Waze. Yeah, not weed maps, but Waze. The W-A-Y-Z-E yep. uh, uh, yep. or something. Yeah, I don't so know. I guess, so I have a GPS that comes up on the back the back, the back, backup camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a backup camera. Sweet. Yep. That's pretty cool. And it's got a whole bunch of other safety features, too. So you really, uh, well, I guess it it is 21st century. Yeah, you really stepped into the 21st century here with this vehicle. Yeah, it's night and day. Night and day. Yeah, isn't it funny how cars have evolved? Everything you've described there, I mean, you've basically got some wheels that have all these sensors on it and, and comfort devices. Oh, no, I did really. have one issue with the car. Really? Recently. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hit a, yeah, I, I found a screw in the road. And I got a flat tire. Oh, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Shit happens. That's yeah. the car's fault. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they only pa- it only costs $28 to have it patched. Oh, you got out. You got out lucky. I had that happen recently, and I'm driving along, and and my like a big bang. Like I thought a freaking gun went off. I'm cruising along PCH, and no, it was my tire going. It was the inside sidewall of my front tire of a Michelin, a Michelin radio, no less. The sidewall blows out. You can't fix that. You gotta get a new tire. And that was a good tire too. And there was like, who knows what it was. Was bang. I got out there. You change it yourself, or did you call uh, AAA? I called AAA, and I had them uh, put the uh, donut on, and then I went and got the tire fixed. Oh, yeah. Were they quick on the response for you? Uh, yeah, oh, no, the automated system stuff. AAA? No? Yeah. I just sit there at the side of the road for a couple hours. What is your issue? No, I was actually home. I had the uh, the the, uh, the the screw, and uh, I, my tire pressure was getting low, so I kept trying to fill it and fill it, not knowing what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And then I was home, and I finally uh, went flat, and I discovered the screw. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But it's like you you call them up. What is your issue? Flat tire. Did you say cat buyer? If you like to buy a cat, you have to call the pet services. No, I have a flat tire. <laughs> Is this for a fire? You have to call the fire department. No, I said flat tire. Are you a hat buyer? You could be buying hats. Call the uh, the showmaker's shoe, shoe and hat store. I mean, these automated systems are just terrible. Yes. Dial 666 and go to hell if you want to speak to a human being. No, you can't do that. There are no humans in the system. Well, I think my clothes are done drying. Mm-hmm. Which laundry are we? Uh, are you at today? Uh, one that's about a mile away from where I live. Mm-hmm. Do you have anyone else calling in today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mark and uh, Dylan will... 
likely be in any moment now. Hmm. I guess I got to go get ready to get my clothes. Okay. Are you following the uh, F-35 development at all? F-35? Yeah. What's that? It's, you know, the fifth generation um, U.S. jet fighter. Oh, no, I don't follow that. You know, F-15, F-16, F-35. Heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, as with everything, it's over budget, over time, you know, way over time, like by years, in terms of when they wanted it operationally serviceable. But it's, they're coming into service now. Well, and, typical. Uh, mm-hmm. But highly, early reports are highly effective. Like the uh, so effective that the fourth generation planes, when they engage in in uh, in mock b- battles, the the fourth generation don't even know that they're shot down. <laughs> when they get yeah. shot down is when they find out that the uh, the F-35s were in the area. Wow. So hey, and that's, thank goodness they work for us. That's our hardware. So. Well, AOC wants to send me to China. So she could go. Let me finally get a little I love you now. <laughs> okay, Frank, you're somebody. You'll know the answer to this. Can somebody. Um, who can run against her in the Democratic primary and take that seat back? Is that, is that even possible in that, in that district? No. In that district. In that district, they actually sing every morning. They actually have they they they, they ban church bells from that in that district. Uh-huh. And they have people come out and sing the international. But there was an Irishman was in there before. What happened to him and his constituents? He was a very liberal guy who wasn't liberal enough. Wow. Liberal, but he was an Irishman. How liberal can you be? He was a white guy. They did the, the, that district actually now believes that white people need it. It's not just good enough to be uh, that there should be there should be uh, slave reparations. The, all white males should be uh, put into uh, servitude. Uh-huh. There, there should be no sports, only arts. And I that, think. Uh, I think women's soccer is a lot. Is with a turkey baster. Oh, like um, Handmaid's Tale, yeah. Yeah, and that the and that the only uh, and that all all boys at the after turning four must begin the uh, transition into uh, transgender. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you should say that because that. That is the there, there's this popular presumption out here that that's perfectly fine to be fluid with someone's gender identity from the cradle. Yeah, like yeah. That's such a you know what? Foreign concept. That is so wrong. That is so wrong. You know what? Maybe there are people that want to be transitioning, but I definitely well, don't think that should be a decision made by a fucking four year old. I I I wouldn't have thought so, but apparently there are a lot of people saying that is so right that you should you know. Keep that four-year-old guessing. <laughs> no, the four-year-old wants to be a fucking monkey. Does that mean he's a fucking monkey? <laughs> and they're exactly uh, they're folks just like you. Say hello. 
Hi, Eric. Well, welcome, Boston Mark, to the show, the Chab Dog Sports Talk Radio Show. Uh, hey. With Boston up, Mark and. Nothing this week. Get your ass kicked <laughs> twice by the goddamn fucking Phillies. Hey, Frank. How you doing? Better than Colts fans. You're right finally now. making sense. I didn't want to interrupt you. Better than Colts fans right now. Oh. Uh, what happened? Did the Colts run out of luck? <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank already dropped that one 30 minutes ago, but we got it on tape. Yeah, oh, sorry. Why did luck run out on the Colts? I said that Colts. I said that the. Uh, I said the Colts are shit out of luck. They really are. Like, oh, he had an ankle injury and a calf injury. He's mentally fatigued. Yeah, what the that fuck does that mean? You want to hear my prediction? Yeah. He's a millennial. Sure. You want to hear my prediction? He yes. ends up trying of to play course. the XFL. He no. The XFL. Yeah. He was the comeback player. He was awesome last year. This is a shock to me. His, his father the Colts the must be like, XFL. what? His father is the commissioner of the XFL. He's going to go try to play in the XFL. Yeah, Frank's got Why? a... He's in the a, NFL. Well, it's strange, but this is a plausible conspiracy theory here. With his father's connection and to the league. And after the XFL folds, you don't really like that. You know how much money? I the XFL is going to back up a brink truck for him. They're going to give him $100 million. You watch. Well, I don't know. That sounds pretty million? shady. He's quitting on his whole team. I don't know what team would get behind a quarterback that quits on his team. And they booed him. They, they booed do. him off the field yesterday in Indianapolis. And then uh, everyone on ESPN dripping uh, the Colts fans for booing him. I would have fucking booed him too. I would have booed him too. He's Twenty nine. Uh, I would have thrown. I would have thrown batteries at him. I mean, like yeah, retire ACLs. after the season, not now. Exactly. Yeah, not in uh, August. He, he screwed. He screwed. Like, the is there another draft before the before the season starts or something? I don't know about. Nope. Like, <laughs> who's starting for the Colts now? Jacoby they're going to do a trade. Jacoby Brissett, or they'll probably get one of the guys to call the Raiders release. Uh, what, about Colin, what about Colin Kaepernick? <sighs> He's available. Yeah, I don't think that would go over well. You got Frank Reich. Hmm. Yeah, Frank, not with Frank Reich. He's a, he's a no-nonsense coach. Yeah, plus the stadium's 90% white. Yeah. I think I'll go after Brady. I don't think he'd want to play for the white people. Let's go after Brady. Uh, yeah, but, but look at Jacoby Brissett. I mean, I'll tell you what, Brissett. if Hoyer gets cut, don't be surprised if Hoyer goes there. Yeah, that'd be a good They're talking fit. about it up here. Yeah, Hoyer. Uh-huh. Well, uh, well, because yeah. well, Edmund's been so good, the kid from uh, Auburn. But yeah, the the, uh, the Colts are going to end up getting Mike Glennon or something like that. That would probably be it. Oh, Glennon. Ugh. Well, they have Brissett, like Eric said. Maybe they'll get Ryan Tannehill. That's an option for the future. Maybe yeah, they'll get Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Trashahill. Tannehill's the backup on. Uh, he just put the. Tennessee, I believe. I know. All right, oh, yeah, guys, I gotta go who traded for him, Frank? Carolina? 
Or was it uh, the team we put the Titans? He's on the Titans. Yeah, that's what I said. Tennessee. Yeah. Well, why would they trade him? They need a backup for uh, Glass Joe Mariota. Well, if he if he doesn't if he doesn't make the uh, he I I think he might have other uh, quarterback options in Tennessee. I don't know if he's necessarily oh. going to make the roster. Oh, I thought he was the backup. They traded for him. To be yeah, the for backup. Mariota. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean they traded a seventh round pick for him. Mariota. Well, so we know the, the Dolphins are not really good at making trades, so. So that's not necessarily that he's going to be the Titans' backup. And the Dolphins he's drafted him with the first round pick, Tannehill, and they yeah, trade they him did. for a seventh. So they, does anyone yeah, teach did. him math in Miami, <laughs> or they just go to the beach? They just go to the beach. I know the answer. They go to the beach clearly. Hey Chung, Chung got some coke. I heard Pat Chung for the Pats. He got a lot Everybody of coke. Everybody wang Chung tonight. <laughs> Everybody snort some what? coke tonight. He wasn't even there, Frank. His house alarm went off. That was the house he owns in New Hampshire. He wasn't even there, and he was renting oh, out. So, so the house is dealing be, uh, coke. Thrown out. The, the yeah, house is a coke dealer. Out. Yeah, the house was dealing well, coke, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> the house. I wasn't in my the house, house Your Honor, because I was at football camp. Bad so he's house. got like a hundred witnesses where he was, and uh, so yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But Frank, right, did tell, you hear that? Demarius Thomas is back. Yes. I'm gonna go How get my Patriots clothes out. Frank. I'm gonna go get my clothes out of the dryer. I'll see you guys next week. Wait, Frank, just tell me. Who's okay, going to win the Super Bowl this year? Oh. <laughs> Come on, Frank. Tell me. Actually, he, uh, he actually did say, he did say earlier. And I listened earlier. I already said that today. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to the replay. Yep. Yeah, I had a candid one-on-one with him on that. Yeah, for the record, I did say the Patriots. For the record. I figured I figured you would because you, you you do it for two reasons. One, you want to jinx them, and two, you want to be right. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some money on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. This way, you should. Sure, safe bet. This, I know. This way, if they he lose, wins. This way, if they lose, I'm happy they lost the Super Bowl. And if they win, I get some money. At least you get some money. You won't be happy, but odds. you'll get some money. You'll get some money, which and will make you happy. And then you can use your money. If they go undefeated, you can use the money to get your shirt and hat. Oh, no, you can go double it Did up. Did you hear that they have the easiest schedule in the league? They're going to go, oh, well, they're gonna they go 14 to. They're going to go 14 and 2. Who are they going to lose to? Well. Don't lose. You want them to lose a game, Mark. You want them to lose a game. Yeah. Hey, Frank, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't want them to ever lose. But no. I don't see there's anyone that can beat them. But would, would you rather have They're them fully go loaded. You know again and fall in the face in the playoffs, or go fourteen and two and win a Super Bowl? Frank, when you see us play Miami, I think it's what week two or three we play Miami. It's early. We go down to Miami. You're gonna see a defense that's ridiculous. Michael Bennett well, comes in on passing situation. I'm saying we're going fourteen and two. I'm not saying. Nine sacks. Imagine they lost that game. Don't have everything click, and that's mm-hmm. what happens. In these hey, what, what do you think of Brian Flores playing uh, Jay Z before practice? Whatever. Jay Z. 
Yeah, it was a political statement. Jay-Z came out and said that all the players should stand for the anthem. And then Flores, uh, the owner for the Dolphins, also did a stand thing for Trump. So the players don't like the owner. Yeah, so what's Flores wants to is trying. Oh. He wants to be traded. Kenny Stills. Yeah, Stills. The only good player left on the Dolphins like, wants to be traded. <laughs> yeah, he, he, says, uh, I, he says if I would have known that my owner had these views, I would never sign here. What the, You know, what yep. the fuck is these people? Really? Well, look at Antonio Brown. He froze his feet. Antonio Brown's a clown. Like, like, sir, you're going into a cryogenic chamber. You have to wear the shoes. Okay. Uh, I forgot to put the shoes on and froze my feet. Antonio Brown's a clown. Yep. He's filing helmets. Do you hear how they're going to solve the uh, helmet thing? Because I heard it. Uh, You know who his agent is? Drew Rosenau. Yeah. So he was talking to Gruden, and he says, we got the helmet thing figured out. And Gruden goes, oh, really? How? He goes, well, the helmet, they've been making the helmet for inside of the last nine years. So we just got to get a newer version of the same helmet. He said, I'm working on it right now, but it should pass. It didn't pass. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's like uh, like that show, Rest of Development. The narrative narrative should come on. It didn't. All right, guys, I got to get my clothes out of the dryer and get on my day. All All right, right, thank you so much, Tech. Bye. Bye, Frank. Great. Frank Fleming of Sports E-Cyclopedia. That's sportsecyclopedia.com, plus Tank's vlog, plus numerous other properties. Barstool, right? Barstool. Uh, the New Although Jersey court system. To sit on. Mm-hmm. Yep. He needs but a sturdy bar stool. We are on Chabdog Sports Talk Radio Show. And I, I'm not sure where Chabdog is today. Maybe we'll hear from him in the second hour here. But in the meantime, well, it's you and I. Hopefully he's not swimming with the sharks. I don't think so. Is he okay. still in Nantucket? I think he's playing golf. Last I heard. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's much safer. Much safer, yeah. Not too many, not too many sharks up there. On the golf course. The guy so died, didn't he? Phil Mickelson? The, on the golf course? It wasn't even shot. Right? Yeah, got hit, yeah, got hit by lightning. No, yeah, there you crash, go. You got hit by lightning crash? on the golf course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hit by lightning. Well, you shouldn't really be playing golf in the pouring rain anyway. No. I don't think it was really – it's not really one of the rain sports, although that's a great scene from Caddyshack with the uh, priest. I think he put the people out there. I think we could play through this. Exactly. Bill Murray. We could play through this. <laughs> so you can attract the lightning. First, their team gets extra points. Oh, God. So what's <laughs> up with Washington not wanting that first round? The Patriots tried to trade a first round pick supposedly for Trent Williams. I know, I know. It doesn't. And well, Washington Patriot, said no. Well, because a Patriot first round pick is like you know number thirty nine thousandth. <laughs> well, it's thirty two usually a thirty one. So that's yeah. four years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's what you're getting. You're, you're getting the end of the first round for that pick. So it, it isn't but quite what it is. I mean, right, you think a first-round pick, well, why, 
history that I thought they wanted a first round. Yeah, they do want a first round pick, but they want to pick you know, within the top, one. you know, yeah, within the top ten. ten. I'm not saying that's reasonable, but well, I don't that's think the Patriots have the. They'd have to trade, you know, they have to trade multiple picks, I think, to get the guy they want. But um, you know, the thing it, is though. with the first round pick is you get five years to play it for five years. It's four years with the team option. In the mm-hmm. second round, you only get the player for four years. That's why the Patriots, when everyone was like, why did the Patriots draft the last two years? They took a running back and a wide receiver. Because if you look, those salaries across the league exploded for that position. Both of those positions exploded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highest paid running back is getting like $14 million, $15 million some. Le'Veon Bell is like the second highest paid. He's like getting like $13 million. Uh, the, the running back for the Cardinals is getting huge money, and he's been hurt. So, and then the wide receivers also. You saw what Antonio Brown got, and this one got, and that one got. So, uh, drafting a wide receiver in the first round when they drafted Harry, they have him for five years at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. And before they always drafting defense, defense alignment like Joe Tooney and. Um, they have a lot of first-round picks on the team. Devin McCourty, uh, Jamie Collins was a second-round pick. They got him back. Hightower was a high first-round pick. I think he was the 13th pick. And uh, so the defense just looks really, really good this year. So it's going to be different than the other Patriots teams. They're going to, I think, well, they're going to want sense of who's taking Chung's spot. You know, well, Chung is going to not. <laughs> Because the NFL is not going to do anything until it goes to court, and they said it's not going to go to court unless he nope. takes a plea deal before the end of the season. Oh, he so he's going to play the season. Yeah, he's going to play the season. I'm sorry, I should wow. have explained that more. Yeah, oh, he's no. going to play I, the season. Cool. Okay. He's uh, yeah, I, so I, in in the Super Bowl, he uh, he broke his arm, right. so he's been coming back from that. So he hasn't had any contact yet this whole. Mm-hmm. Preseason, he's been wearing the red no contact quarterback uh, shirt. Mm-hmm. So, but he's been practicing so to get in shape and get his legs under him. So he's ready to roll, but he hasn't even played in the game. I know, he, and he's well. I mean, for years, he's just been like the quiet, really quiet, unsung defensive player that seems to be around the tackle at the end of the play. Yeah, he comes up and stops a run. He can cover uh-huh. tight ends. He can cover receivers. Uh, you know, people, a lot of people in New England used to really pick on him a lot. They thought he sucked. They thought, uh, but it, it was, you know, when you got, when you're playing in a second day with some of the guys he played with, like uh-huh. Darrell Rivas, they're not going to throw at him. So they're going to throw at someone else. So, yeah, they were, he was getting thrown on a lot, but he was still all over the guy. But they're not going to throw at Revis. They're not going to throw at Gilmore. They're going to throw at other people. So yeah, and then you get Devin McCourty's a Pro Bowler. You know, they don't mm-hmm. want to throw it at those guys. They're going to throw at Chung. So even though people say he's not good, he is good because he, like you said, he makes the tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's around the action. And uh, now and they bring action. They on got. Him. They have really. They're really loaded in the secondary this year if they stay healthy with J.C. Jackson at one corner and. Gilmore at the other, and then they drafted a kid who's from Virginia, J. 
Jawan Jones. He's a 6'3", 210-pound corner. Mm-hmm. He's a big corner. So they got three big corners now. And uh, they got Jonathan Jones to play the slot corner. So they got – and they got three good safeties. Deron mm-hmm. um, and Devin McCourty, Pat Jones. The linebackers are really deep uh, with Collins back. I think he's going to have a Pro Bowl, yeah. I just I, – they, they can't block him anymore. He, he put on like 15 pounds of muscle since he came back from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know what he was eating in Cleveland, but <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's big. He's like Andre Tippett, big now. He's huge. Speaking of Cleveland, uh, you got Josh Gordon is cleared to play. Cleared, yeah, he's cleared to play. But that Another was expected though. Brady. When we we, we it, it, it was kind of traded like it was some surprise, but we knew it was coming, right? This is a surprise. We knew that he'd be playing this year. Is it? Is it a surprise? To me, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't. I, didn't I wasn't was. surprised at all. Uh, I wasn't surprised at all. I wasn't. I was happy to see him. Um, happy to see him back. I'm sorry, Eric. This is my boss. Could I just uh, oh, go ahead. hold on one second? Hello? Okay. We're on the Chab Dog Sports Talk Radio Show. That's uh, Mark from Boston getting a call. Hey, maybe he's getting a call. He's got to go pick up Chab Dog, get him to the airport because of uh, maybe a helicopter. Uh, yeah, low clouds. You can't fly the helicopter, so he's got to do the pickup with the uh, the Lincoln. Oh, here I'll play some Andrew Dice Clay. This might this might be fun. Oh, that's way too uh, way too loud. Let's try that one. Well, Miss Muppet sat on a tougher. What's that? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I hope it wasn't any any great emergency. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, they were just making sure I was coming into work tonight. That's all. Cool. So they're, uh, you know, paranoid over there. He goes, oh, I just found out you're working tonight. I'm like, yeah, I'm working tonight. He's like, okay. I'm like, I'm there. I'm doing my radio show right now. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. He's trying to talk to me. I'm like, all right, I gotta go. All right. <laughs> Sweet. So, well, uh, yeah. So, well, it's Sunday night in we, Boston. We or, are, you, are you driving in Boston tonight? Actually, they got me dispatching tonight. Oh. Yeah, so I'll just be in the office. It'll be easy. No driving. Geez, I wonder if we can get you on the scanner. Do you know what your frequency is? Probably. Uh, yeah. When I get there tonight, I will, I'll have to call you. Maybe I could uh, put it on speaker. You text it. <laughs> I'll find out what it is on, yeah. Yeah, local scanner uh, on a scan. I might be. I think I might, might have that where you can punch in a frequency and listen to it in a remote market over the Internet now. Yeah. Yeah, it's on a, an it's on one of them two way systems. So I I know you can get the Revere Police and the Revere Fire Department. I assume you can get all, any one of those you, you know signals. 
Oh, anybody using a two-way radio, yeah. Yeah, and then unless it's scrambled, unless you've got um, digital encryption. Which I don't don't know if they have that. Most places don't do that. Well, may may do, though. I mean, you know, I I wouldn't want to be hanging my junk out there if I was doing anything illicit, you know? Yeah, I know at Patriot they had it scrambled because he was always, the owner was always uh, worried about people stealing the calls. (laughs) Yeah, that's another reason. Yeah. So you think the, these charges against uh, Patrick Chung are complete nonsense? Is that your is that the the take on the news? Well, just hearing on Sports Talk this week, like a couple of policemen called in and uh, they said, you know, it would have to be like out in the wide open. A door would have had to have been open for them to go in on a window because the alarm went off. So they got called to the property, probably a nice house, and it's in a gated community. So they went in, and then, you know, if it was out on the table, you know, they could have just walked the house and left. But, you know, they have a lot of options. Police have a lot of power. They can do whatever they want. The cop that called in the radio said, I'm not here, I'm not here for that, so I'm leaving. That's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> you know, no. but in New Hampshire, maybe they were like, eh. Well, that's right. It was in New Hampshire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot. It, it was in a different jurisdiction. That's right. And they have, I don't know what the local law, Yeah, well, you're in a better position. What are the local laws like in New Hampshire vis-a-vis Massachusetts? Are they more uh, permissive of these kinds of things? I think Massachusetts is more strict. I think you get caught with a lot of cocaine in Massachusetts going upstate for a long time. I heard mm-hmm. in New Hampshire they give a lot shorter sentences. But either way, I mean, this could be his last year in the NFL if he is guilty. Because, I mean, if he gets a couple of years, I, that would be damn to him. Unless, now, one lawyer was saying, like, say he gets six months. A lawyer called him and said, say he gets six months. I would argue that to the judge to let him serve it in the off season, which some judges have done in the past. Remember, I forget who went to jail in the off season, but uh, someone went in the off season, and uh, I can't remember who that was. Was it a wide receiver or someone had to go for like three months? That rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they've done it before because they make their living. That's how they make their living, you know. Yeah. During well, then the he season. might. So it's not he unreasonable. Commit, he, he might commit suicide while he's in prison. You know, does he have any connection to the Clintons? <laughs> No, I think he'll be fine. Chung's a tough guy. He's a good dude, too. Oh, tough like... He really uh, is. He does a lot of charity work. I mean, evidently he likes to sniff some coke, so, I mean... What's up all this uh, with the coke, anyway? Unless it I wasn't mean, even his. Are people doing... But even if... I hope it's not his. And uh, I hope he's totally cleared from all this, because up until now he's had a good image and no problem. Uh, I mean, nothing's been reported to the media anyway. That the media has bothered to report to me. So I want to see him escape right. from these things. But what's uh, what's all this with cocaine lately anyway? Where people like <laughs> it was big in the eighties. That was thirty something years ago. Are people using it again? What's going on? It seems to be coming back because um, 
it just seems like, all right, so they made all these laws stricter on uh, pills and opiates and benzos and all these things that other people were taking, and now if they can't get that, they're going to get what they can get. If they can get cocaine, which, like you said, wasn't popular for a while, now they can get that, they'll get that. I see. So it's okay. kind of like this re- so, retro like trend. Like I'm a pothead, so uh-huh. you know, if if I go in to see my guy and he's only got one kind of weed, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, but you know, the nice thing about the weed, it, it hasn't changed. You know, weed, weed was the weed in the seventies. Yeah, well, it's the safest drug out there. I mean, and it should be legal for the NFL. It's ridiculous. The the it's just ridiculous. What do you want these guys to take opiates instead uh, for pain instead of taking a joint? I mean, smoking a well, joint, they don't want taking an edible. Well, well it's ridiculous. No, no, no. They give out they give out painkillers like M and M's in NFL locker rooms. There's uh-huh. big stories back from in the seventies when like the Raiders used to just walk in the, in the Cowboys. They used to just walk in the training room, rip the door off the pill. Uh, and just you know, start Opioid taking balls and throwing them out in the locker room, you know, <laughs> and drinking beers. I mean, you saw first and uh, what was that? First and ten, they did in that. North North. That's, that's a true. It's in North Dallas Forty. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they um, you know, the, those are from true stories. Yes, they really did. Yeah, you know, some... that's how they did it. They were pill popping. Well, because they were in pain. I mean, well, let's face it. They had them playing on friggin' cement back then. They weren't playing on grass. Yeah, it was uh, out, yeah. indoor, outdoor Green carpeting cement. on cement. Padding? What padding? You're, you're wearing the pads. You, well, you, you're wearing pads. That's the. That's okay, right? Well, that's from Roman Troitman's career, that field in Dallas. Yeah. Or Detroit, any of those indoor stadiums that were horrible. Boom. Yeah. Oh, Detroit was another horrible one. It was like cement. Cement. But you see the quarterback get knocked back. His head crashes off the turf, and it's a concussion. Is that where they buried Jimmy, you know, Huff, Jimmy Hoffa? I think so. <laughs> if it isn't Jimmy land. Hoffa, somebody, someone's bones are in there. More, more than one. In the Meadowlands. Oh, or Detroit. I think he's in the Meadowlands. Meadowlands. Detroit. Uh-huh. That would be a that'd be a better place to put him. Yeah. Could be anywhere. So. Yeah, the NFL, uh, you know, is uh, gearing up for a big year. I think this is going to be their highest rated year. Yeah. I don't know how you're feeling about it, but. I think with with all this um you know controversy over the anthem behind us now and most people just wanting to even if anything does come up just look beyond it uh I see people coming back and there's new ways to watch the the game now you know there are other options other, other than um the networks that you can stream games on that you couldn't before and that's going to bring new audiences yep, on to the computer. game yeah, you know, that you can legally phone. stream games. I'm not talking about bootlegging it or anything like that, where you're getting the proper legal content, and that's that's huge. That's going to drive. I think it's smart, and I think they're 
they're almost a little too late to the game, but never too late. That's something they had to do was make the game accessible yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, try and find an MLB game on a, on a device oh, without having a worst. membership to something. Yeah. You, you, you won't, you got to pay money. It's the worst. And you got to buy a big MLB block. You just can't buy the one game. product away. You know, it's unbelievable to me. I know. But there are those diehards. What they're, what they're banking on MLB is, uh, you know, New York Yankee and Boston Red Sox fans relocating. And, you know, and Dodger well, the fans. Thing. There's only so many teams that even have a following. Do you know the Red Sox played a half an inning game the other day? They started, a, well, it went an inning. Uh-huh. Uh, they started a game against the Royals in the 10th inning, and uh-huh. they sold 11,000 seats to the game. That was more than, like, 19 other teams sold for their regular games. Uh-huh. And they let in, like, 1,000 kids for free or 6,000 kids for free, and they all got to run the bases. They made really? a day of it. The Red Sox are big promoters. Were, were they know these, how to uh... make money. They sold, like... So many thousand hot dogs for a dollar each, you know. Were these old children that were coming in at the border? I don't think so. No, <laughs> I think they were kids. No one like, complaining Boston about they weren't treated properly. <laughs> they weren't given proper uh, <laughs> places to sleep or showers or toys or books or toothbrushes. No, Boston programs, Boston programs. But I think the NFL. So. Sports gambling got legalized in this state now, so now yes. they can now people can gamble legally on it uh, yeah. with their credit cards or whatever. You know they don't. It's have to our worry second year into or... it. Is really two years into it now? Is there? Yeah. Tell me, I can't see a change yet. Do you see a change in people's gambling habits? You know, I think there's always going to be gambling. And the NFL well, there is was. The king for there always was. There was before it was legal. It, it was gambling king. anyway. So, has anything I mean, changed? That's why Jimmy the Greek was on TV. Sure. I think yeah, that the pregame shows for the NFL suck now. I think they're horrible. They have for years. They, they, yeah, they've been bad for a long time. I think they need to, if they wanna. The the pregame shows used to be awesome. They'd be all right, but down on the field, and this is what's going on, and. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the wind conditions, and this is, uh, you know, this guy's questionable, and this guy's not playing, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's all fluff now. Oh, this guy did this charity, and this guy did this thing, and there's nothing before mm-hmm. the game. There's no information given out. It's very... Well, the teams are a lot tighter in the information they give out. Well... Of course, but your coach well, is the Patriots to, aren't to blame. Nothing. He's the king of that. I know your coach is to blame. Your the your coach taught the rest of the league just to shut up and not well, be verbose at all. So thank you. Well, Patriots. before the game, they could be like, "All right, well, we were on the field and we saw this guy warming up and that guy warming up, and we don't know if he's going yet, but we saw him out here warming up." But they have mm-hmm. they they do have access to information with their eyeballs that they're not giving us. And they that's the stuff that, that we want to hear because right. we're not in the stadium. When I had oh. season tickets, I used to be there for the warm-ups, and I'd see who's going to play, who's not going to play, you know. But when you're not in the stadium, that's what you before the game. 
And it's so stupid. They got, oh, let's put a pretty girl on with uh, three asshole former players that don't know shit and a couple coaches that are senile, you know. And it's going to be funny. Everyone will laugh at Jimmy Johnson's hair and Mike Dicker will probably say something funny. Won't make any sense, but it'll be funny. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, under the desk, he's wetting his diaper, but yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's disappointing. And and a lot of the announcers are very blah, too. Mm-hmm. The NFL mm-hmm. is the best product out there out of all four sports. It's the biggest oh. one. It's, you know. Here's a question for you. Um, baseball, sure. Red Sox, local television, Boston market, what channel are they on? Nesson. New England Nesson. Sports Network. Okay. Okay, so they're not on an over-the-air channel. Well, pretty much all of the cable companies give it to you, but some of them you have to pay for it. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I mean, I'm not getting any cable that doesn't have nothing. But it's not on, you know You know what I mean, like it's not on a CBS or an ABC station. No, but then sometimes they're on ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball, or they're on Fox Okay, no, no, but here, here, here's, what, here's what I'm getting at. The the younger yeah. generation, you're talking about cord cutting, you know the uh, the yeah. up and coming the kids, yeah they don't they're not on cable. Um, some some of them, not a lot, but some of them you know can do the over the air stuff with their their TVs and pick up the signals, but it's, they have to be broadcast. But MLB, yeah. NFL puts its broadcast games on on you know that stuff, but MLB a lot of MLB doesn't, and so the Red Sox don't do it anymore, but they used to. They used to, yeah. How, how many years? How recently was it? Just a few years ago, they were on a broadcast station, weren't they? Oh my God! When I was a kid, they used to be on thirty-eight. Yeah. Most of the games, and then half the games were on Ness, and we had to get Ness, and yeah. uh, you know, I remember, I know exactly what you're talking about. Channel Five, yeah. Monday Night Football. The Yankees were Nothing broadcast on the CBS um, channel, and yeah. It was over you know, there. You got baseball you, games you need, on. You, you just needed Tuesday a coat hanger to fight. watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> and and they wanted because the NFL baseball doesn't get the ratings. It just doesn't. When well, it doesn't do get the ratings because because they're they're not letting people see the game because they're blocking it from view. Because now you well, have look to look at ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Is that the worst crew ever formed for a game? A Rod is not likable. Uh, Jessica Mendoza is not likable. Well, that's where the he other is. guy, Joe Buck, is a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> no, Mark, a complete asshole. He's, Don't be so I can't easy relate on to that guy at all. He's metrosexual. He's yeah. like such a pussy. Like getting yeah. his fucking manicures every day. Worried yeah. about his hangnails. Pedicures. I mean, give me a fucking break. Could they have? Let's get John Crook and fucking Kevin Millar in the fucking booth, and I'll watch the game. I'll watch the freaking Yankees play if you give me those two guys, because they're funny. The other fucking yeah. people suck. A-Rod sucks. Like, I don't give a shit about if he's marrying J-Lo for, the, for her sixth husband, and, you know, he's closet homosexual. I don't give a shit what he does. I just can't no. stand him. 
I don't didn't think anybody just, likes him. Didn't he just get his car stolen? Someone broke Somebody into his car and stole a bunch of jewelry or some shit. He had like a hundred grand in jewelry. You know. Yeah, it's like, you know, everybody keeps a hundred thousand in jewelry in a rent a car. Yeah, of course. What kind of ass wipe does you know, that? He's a fucking like, moron. I know. It's like, dude. You know, you, you know who's a, you know, the moron is? He's of himself. The moron is the insurance company that has to pay up for the for the for the jewels being gone. That's the moron. Fuck Aero. The best part would be (laughs) if it was really not if it didn't really happen and he was trying to do it for money because he's made so much money. Like how could this asshole need money? But you know he has a freaking There's only one answer to that is your asshole like people like him gamble so they get in over their head and they have to do stuff like insurance fraud to pay the nut. Huh. I never thought of that. Is he a big gambler? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he probably is. But if he's if he's doing a tr- tr- trying to insurance fraud for a jewelry stolen from a car, he might be. Yeah. Because that's a weird story. It just sounded like a crazy story. You know? Didn't it? Crazy yeah. story. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it just seems like... Um, Almost like law enforcement uh, is wanting to pop guys that are pro athletes now instead of before they used to like try to keep them out of trouble or maybe call the team and say, hey, we got this guy here, come get him. You know, and even the sports writers back and look at the old Yankees. They didn't tell him Mickey Mantle. They was they weren't telling him that he was out drinking all night and womanizing. Press didn't tell on John Fitzgerald Kennedy either, but you know, different times, right? Oh God! That's not how we roll today? Well, everyone's up in your business yeah. today. I mean, get on Twitter, tweet, tweet, tweet. Yep. Or oh, the paparazzi. Like, give me a break. What is that all about? Let's follow around movie stars. Like, who gives a shit? They're in movies that we want to watch. I don't care if they're going to get a fucking coffee. You? No, but it's it, it feels its own industry, so I'm you know, I, I live amongst it, so it's kinda weird when those things occur. It's almost surreal. It's gotta be. It's a Hollywood moment, they call it. It's just okay. Yeah, it's more surreal than anything else and sometimes it's invited, many times it's not. Often it's it can be funny only as a witness to something that's, you know, obviously excruciating for the person who has to go through it. Because, yeah, someone's just, they're just trying to pick, pick up their fucking dry cleaning and they're getting hounded. Yeah, so there's yeah that the too. best is Alec Baldwin. <laughs> when he's walking down the streets in New York, he's like, fuck yes. you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he's able yeah, to summon like his character that. or be himself or uh, a little bit of both. Oh, he uh, you funny. know, he's just legit nuts. When I saw that movie, when he was like, when you're praying to God, I am God. Remember that movie? It was the surgeon, that old movie. Surgeon? No. Uh, yeah, he was a surgeon. And him uh-huh. and uh, this big actress were trying to do some kind of fraud thing. Uh, it was one of his first movies. And uh-huh. after I saw it, I remember saying, he's a great actor, that guy. Oh, no, he is a spectacular. He's a good actor. He's, he's always been in good. He's always done good parts. Maybe the movies weren't so good, but his roles in them were always good. 
Yeah. Well, you should check that movie out. I think it was in the 80s, and uh, he was like a doctor at like uh, UMass or something. Uh, no, uh, not UMass. Uh, what am I talking about? Um, like Boston Medical. He was in Boston, um, Mass General. Oh. I think he was speaking at Mass of, General. Speaking of institutions of higher learning up your way, uh, MIT is mm-hmm. apparently going to have to give back some money it received. Uh, from Mr. Epstein as a donation. Really? And not that. Well, yeah, yeah, and not that, and, and rightfully so, because you know, people at MIT, I, I'm not aware that they uh, like to hire or or uh, or lie with a uh, uh, well, woman under the age of 18 or anything like that. Are you aware of anything like that going on at MIT? No. I no. This is so. the first I'm hearing about it. So who whose money they got to give back? Some guy gave money and he wants it back. No, no, they received donations from Epstein, the uh, the now deceased, the fellow who uh, apparently committed suicide after information was going to be revealed about how he and Bill Clinton like to um, sleep with little girls or something like that. Oh yeah, Clinton's a sick guy. They go to like another country and do that, right? <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> allegedly. I did. I heard about that shit. In, in other yeah, countries. Allegedly and, yeah. Although I don't think their activity is legal in the country they go to either. To, you know, I hope to let, not. Let of the law. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're breaking the laws not. in that country. Just, well. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll go to prison in that country. Do they send the Secret Service to prison with them? Uh. That's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that Secret Service is a good, uh, a good, say, a good net to have around. Yeah. All right, I'm looking for something I here bet to they play. Have some stories. His Secret Service. You have any requests of the library here? Oh, I want to make another cup of coffee, but it's going to take me a couple of minutes, so we can take oh, our, our, a late break here. Finals. Yeah, whatever you got. Okay, that sounds good. They usually liven things up. Yeah. Yeah, Chop Dog's got such a great library here. Oh, Supreme. Oh, he loves the Sopranos. They were just talking about the Sopranos on the radio, how there has not been another show like the Sopranos since the Sopranos. No. I guess the closest thing is Game of Thrones. I guess everyone was upset about that ending too. Yeah, nobody likes the way things end anymore. They never did before, anyway. It's hard to end the show. I guess the only one that was popular was Mash, right? Yeah, Wasn't that yeah, the highest yeah, rated show? It was, but at the end, it was really starting to suck. I mean, the last five years of it were yeah. not nearly as funny as the as the first five. Oh, yeah. geez. What else what else can he have it under here? Oh here we oh, are. No, I found no. it. No, I found it. I found it. There we are. Uh, I'm gonna find a long one here. Ralph and Georgie. Yeah, here we are. How about Ralph? Ralph and Georgie. So anything. Ralph's All right. great. All right, on the Chab Dog Sports Dog Radio Show. We're gonna take a quick break and put on Ralph and Georgie here are the Sopranos while Eric, who already makes another cup of coffee. Back in a sec, Mark. 
VIP work, VIP prices. 50 bucks to me, plus a blowjob later on. You know you're going to make at least half a G in there. Oh, look at that. It's like an ad for a fucking weight loss center. Before and way before. This guy ever stopped breaking balls. Yeah, what I said, Tom. They're like an ad for a weight loss center. Oh, <laughs> I want to show you what a horse is. Hi, Tony. Hey. Look at this vision. How you doing, sweetheart? Hey, Ralph. I have come to reclaim Rome for my people. How you doing? I have come to reclaim room for my people! I don't get it. What do you mean? Fucking gladiator, you fuck. For the movie. I didn't see it. You're an asshole. Oh, ho, ho. What do we have here? What is this? A handsome contest? Yo, behave, you. Hey. Hey, baby. I was wondering why you were. Oh, oh, oh. Fucking kiss me. How many cocks you suck tonight? Go on. Give me a drink. Get far. Where's Tony? Again, his weasel greased. Oh, your kid brother's here. Ralphie, wait to the way. I'm just fucking around and breaking balls. You know, I got a cousin who's a fag. Oh, fuck off. This weekend, it's a video. It'll be a quiz next week. They're gonna find this piece of shit in the trunk someday. We are all dead men, as Russell Crowe said. Ah. Hey, come on. Hey, All we can come do. Come on. Hey, it's hey. hey, how we die? Ow. Ow. Fucking hurt. Nah. All that fat. He's out of control. This old body. Hey, Ralph. Come on, man. All right, come on. Put it down, Ralphie. Come on. I am father. Just thing. To a murdered hey, come on. son, husband, Ralph. murdered wife. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. God damn it, Ralphie. Come on. It was an accident. Stop being such a crybaby. Take him to the emergency room. What? Just take him. Come on, pussy boy. This guy. 
Did you like the bread? What? The date nut bread. I have recipes. Hey, sweetheart. Oh, no, all right? That was quite a clip. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Tony's in the closet with the girl. And uh, Ralph's swinging the chain around, torturing that Mm -hmm. poor bouncer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He loved being a bully, Ralph. He really did. Yeah, see, there's something. HBO... You know, back when it was fashionable, and now cord cutters aren't watching that. Mm. You know that Ralph killed uh, the boss's son, Tony's boss, and the one that died of cancer. Uh, what was his name? John? Uh-huh. The one that died of cancer in, like, the first season. His little His son, Ralph, killed him. And you're supposed to give him a pass. Uh-huh. So I've forgotten the details over the years. Is that how that went down? Yeah, Ralph was always yeah, Ralph was always always not doing what he was supposed to do. He was never doing what he was supposed to do. Like uh total sociopath and obviously uh mental case, uh he saw what he like the, his uh sexual habits for Christ's sake. Oh, yeah. So, you mommy little whore. (laughs) He made Catholic priests blush. Yeah. Mama's going to put you on the street and don't make money, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Who does that? Cringeworthy. Oh, I love HBO. Whoever that fucking show was so classic. Uh-huh. What about when the guy was in the gay bar and uh and uh and the other guys were like, Hey Vito, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> He's got some guy on a leash. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of failed uh sexual question questionable sexuality going on in that entire series, you know? Oh, that was the best. Remember, uh, Tony's daughter, her boyfriend saw Vito giving a guy a blowjob. Yeah. And uh, he told Tony about it. And then yeah. Tony said, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was, he was giving, he wasn't receiving. No, he said he was pitching, he wasn't catching. It was hilarious. And, and Paulie's like fucking ready to puke. He's like, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they were just losing their shit in go. that scene. He's got to go, Tony. He's got to go. That motherfucker uh-huh. got to go. Kid, go get yourself a sandwich. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Vito tried to take him to a, a fucking Yankees game or something. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, no. God, Speaking of the Yankees, uh, they're on baseball tonight. They're the national game. You can watch them play the they L.A. Dodgers. Be. They should be in the national game. They have been uh, 
you know, hard to beat this year. They are winning a lot of games. Although, the uh, uh, rubber match. They they lost last night, but they did win the night before. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see how they do in the playoffs. Cause it looks like uh, they're going to win the division. But there is a lot of time left, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What yeah, happens. But they're about but, to, uh, they and the rest of Major League Baseball are about to disappear in a few days, uh, starting September when the NFL begins. <laughs> right. Uh, the Patriots' last preseason game is Thursday. I think yes. they got to get down to 53 by what, Saturday or Friday? They got to get the rosters down to 53, then they do the 10 man practice squad. Right. And then they're playing the Steelers. Yes. Uh, the opening Steelers. game. So, what's that, Thursday night? Week from Thursday they're playing? So, I wonder how's Chab yeah. Dog like going 0 1 to begin his season? He's not feeling good about the game. Really not feeling good about it. Well, he shouldn't. I mean, unless he's because, a Patriots um, fan, he shouldn't feel good about it because there's nothing good. Up here, yeah. yeah, he shouldn't feel good about it. No. Up here on 98.5, they got Michael Falga, who's from Wisconsin. He's a cheesehead. He fucking hates the Patriots. He calls the Patriots fans, you guys, you you guys are unbelievable. And he's got this little weasel with him, Tony Maserati, who's just like a little friggin' sock puppet. And he doesn't shut up. But anyways, uh, so the Jimmy Telethon was on, and it's, you know, you can only listen to so much about cancer and kids and stuff and start try to have a positive day. So I put on that channel, 98.5, and I'm listening to this asshole going over the Patriots' schedule and trying to say how the NFL is favoring the Patriots is that really what people think? Have the Patriots not been the most uh, penalized team in the NFL? I mean, Deflategate, Spygate, first-round pick for Belichick. First, I mean, they take our first-round picks like they're, they're taking a, a Bethman. And, and people around the league really think that the Patriots are getting favored because they're well, playing the Steelers at home. Well, they won the Super Bowl. So usually the Super Bowl evidence. champion plays the open week at home. What, what are the evidence? What, what's his? Did he even make a case, or was his he just whole making... beef was the whole schedule being so easy and how they play in a division with three lousy teams? That's... Like the Patriots have any control over the other team? That is such that's such amateurish reporting right there. Amateurish journalism, sports journalism at its worst, right there, is what that is. Because I. I Years ago, examine this. If 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 any if you look at the schedule and look at it over the years, and just see the patterns of it and how it's set up and how it works, yeah, these are all things well beyond the New England Patriots' control. Much less anybody yeah, manipulating they anything. Where they play or when they play or who they play or who they play and how those teams are run and and no, they don't have any of those. Tr- so it's. Yeah, it, just because there's been a the multi-generational decline in the quality in football in cities such as Miami, yeah. New York, and Buffalo have nothing to do with Boston. But say, like, so the Patriots got to play an NFL division every year. So the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills all play that same division. Correct. So, I mean, they try to make it as even as they can. 
and but then, then they even but then, have the Patriots but then, play if that was the, case, the higher I mean, then, Yeah, what about the rest of the AFC? Well, they seem to beat them just as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the AFC, uh, is that cheating? Is that cheating? If they beat all these teams, uh, is uh, it cheating because they're better? You know, them they're better coached. They have uh, a plan for every game. They game plan against other teams' weakness. I mean, yes. It's pretty obvious. They just right now they want to be the Dallas Cowboys of the nineties. That's what Belichick wants. He wants to get a dom that's why he was trying to trade for Trent Williams. He wants uh-huh. a dominant offensive line because he feels like he has two really good young running backs and Sony Michelle and um the uh, the running back they drafted from Alabama. Uh they yeah, love him. New kid. yeah, he's good too. And uh, they also got Rex Burkhead and James White for coming out of the backfield. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, they, and I think they have the best fullback in the league in James Devlin. Uh, you know, he's a hammer. And uh, they obviously have the best quarterback. So, How long did Brady play there? Him. He played like a quarter and a half? Oh, the other night he played like, yeah, a quarter and a half. Yeah. And it was funny because um, everybody's worried about this new receiver that's a free agent they got from North Carolina State, Jacoby Myers. He was doing so uh-huh. good and uh-huh. all this stuff. But he was going against other teams' twos and threes. So now this was his first game going against, you know, the number one defense for the Panthers. So he had kind of a rough game. But you know as well as I do, there's an adjustment period for these guys. He's a rookie. That was, that's what preseason is for. That's to, for him to get his shit together. Now, if they think that much of him that they put him in the starting lineup, well, don't forget, Demarius Thomas isn't on the field yet. Josh Gordon isn't on the field yet. Julian Edelman isn't on the field yet. So Jacoby Myers isn't even going to be on the field. And if he is, it's well, going to be a problem because that means one of these guys that are awesome is hurt. Yes. And they're doing a new thing in the backfield. They're putting James White with Sony Michelle splitting them, like a, mm-hmm. um, a split backfield. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's. Is that a new formation? Yeah, because they combination usually have, they haven't um, run before. Yeah, they usually have um, have more options, and they're, they're going to be really pressing people. Now, did you see the the safety for the Panthers? He's probably going to get suspended for his hit on Watson. Did you hear anything about that? That was also Jay-Z related. Well, I didn't know it was Jay-Z related. How does that fit into the conspiracy? Okay, so Eric Reed, the safety for the Panthers, uh, late hit Ben Watson when he was already on the ground. He jumped into him and he gave him a concussion. Ben Watson's already out the first four weeks of the season, but now if he's hurt, now they could say his suspension can get put longer because he has to be able to be able to play in those games to be suspended for him. So, and I guess Ben Watson had some bad things to say about Eric Reed saying how people should kneel and da da da. Ben Watson said people should make up their own minds and do what they want to do. And so Reed took a cheap shot at him, and now uh, so we'll see what the NFL does about it. I don't know if they're gonna do anything, but well, I mean, uh, 
it was a cheap shot for sure. Yes. That's a little more complex than uh, than I was expecting. Well, they tweeted back and forth, so there is a paper trail. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. On the uh-huh. cell phones, they tweeted. They had tweeted back and forth, and Ben Watson called them out. So then, as soon as he got a shot at him, I mean, it was stupid. He should have waited till he got a clean shot on him. Not when someone's on the ground, you don't hit him. Yeah, I, I, I think football's stick. rough enough without that shit, you know. Like Sue doing his uh, stomping on the guy's face, you know. It, it's really rough enough without extra activity yeah. like that. I mean, uh, those yeah, guys Sue's... wear size 15, 16 shoes with these big spikes in them. They weigh 350 pounds. If they step on your foot, it's broke. I mean, it's just a medical fact. There's no Sue way back with the Rams. Is Sue back with the Rams this year? Is he? I'm at, that's my know. question. Is he? I don't know what he did. I is forget he gonna, where he, he gonna, signed. There was a rumor him? that he was coming here, and yeah. we got we traded for Michael Bennett instead. Okay. Who's another space cadet? What's wrong with Bennett? And they've actually been mining hip over the. Uh, uh, Michael Bennett is uh, Martellus Bennett's brother. Yeah, he, brother. he performs. Oh, he's a hell of a D lineman. So what they've been doing with him is lining him over the nose on passing down. Yeah. pressure up the middle. Sure. And, you know, it's like that old Giants uh, speed speed rush that they used to bring in when they were cycling the linemen, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. The year they beat the Patriots when they were going to go undefeated. Okay, well, let's match yeah. him up against let's match him up against Pittsburgh. He's going to be up against Ben Roethlisberger and the Rapist Boys. How are oh, they going to do? Yeah, this they're going to get hurt bad. See, the NFL is going to see the whole country is going to see on the opening day how good the Patriots' defense is and how bad they make the Steelers look. Mm-hmm. And and Chavzar is going to be heartbroken. He really is. He's going to have well, are, to start rooting for the Patriots. Are they going to get to Ben, or are they simply just going to rush him oh, enough yeah. so he's that he passes? Get sacked multiple times. He's going to get sacked, so there's going to be some off. physical contact there. Oh yeah. yeah. Are they going to get he's close enough to him to give him? Is he going to get a wet willy? Will he get the wet willy? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to think he's in a woman's bathroom. There's going to be so much contact. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I can't wait to to make sure Chad. Yeah, we'll, we'll remind Chab Dog of that call next Sunday. Oh yeah. Well, is oh, yeah, it Sunday night or is it the opening game on Thursday night? I don't. I, think it's I didn't Thursday. even look at the schedule yet. I'm so used to just going to the next game, which is Thursday night against the Giants, that I don't really look too far ahead. But I know they play the, um, Pittsburgh, the and AFC. then they play the whole AFC East. Yeah, I thought the AFC champion plays in the, uh, the kickoff the Super- game. Yeah, plays Thursday. Yeah, plays the kickoff game. Yeah. So, so that makes yeah. sense. They have them playing Thursday night, and then they'll have the week to get ready for Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh's pl- probably playing Thursday night as well. Oh, it's not. You're not playing this Thursday. Not this Thursday. No, this Thursday we're playing the Giants. A week from Thursday, the NFL opens. But, uh, so some crazy stuff going around the NFL besides Andrew Luck. 
Uh, it looks like Houston lost their running back for the year, and he's one of the highest. He's in the top ten highest paid, Lamar Miller, in the NFL. And oh, then no. uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked like shit. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, has he hurt already? So 0 for 6. No, he went 0 for 6 with an interception. Oh, I, I yeah, he's pretty it's, bad. It's preseason. Let's see what he does, and yeah. see if he does that with the uh, in regular well, season. Coming back from a knee injury, he's probably a little jumpy. You know what I mean? So he's getting sure. comfortable out there again, probably. And that's what the preseason's for. They they were saying, oh, you, you need four games, or you need two games. Even uh, Devin McCourty said, you need four games. You need four games. He goes, I only play in two of them, but I remember my rookie year. I needed all four of them. You know, there's a lot of learning for a lot of guys, and some guys need one game, two games. Some guys need four. The rookies need four. I think he might need more than that. (laughs) Well, they used to have six. And Garoppolo. Where but was they used he? Uh, Played fourteen was, games, right? Was he a first round or second round draft pick? Uh, high second. High second. Yeah. So we and consider uh, what they traded him for. Did they get equivalent value or greater value? The Patriots. So they got, I think they got greater they value. For very him. smart. No, they got a second round pick for him, but uh-huh. then they traded that pick. For multiple picks, which turned into Joe Tooney, I believe. No, not Joe Tooney. It turned into a couple players that are starting on the team. But uh, mm-hmm. I even, I'm not even sure if it's Sony Michelle. But uh, I'd have to look it up. But I know that they didn't want to use that pick that they got for Garoppolo on just a player because everyone would be comparing that player to Garoppolo. So I I know they traded that pick for a reason. Yeah, that rings a bell. But they did get value for but, it. I mean, I mean, can you believe people wanted to keep Garoppolo instead of Brady? Like, are you kidding me? Thank God, Bill Belichick is the coach. That's all I Mark, say about that. And the there's president. a lot of weirdos that walk around Boston that say a lot of preposterous things. That included. They used to hate Larry Bird. They used to hate Ted Williams before him. You know who didn't get hated? Bobby who? Orr. Thank Bobby goodness. Orr. They never hated Bobby Orr. Nobody ever hated him. Everyone used to get so mad when he got hurt, you know. But he was beloved, Bobby Orr. He still is. Yeah, because Orr had a, holds a stick. And when you're not looking, he'll whack you with that stick. Come up the side, the side yeah. of your head. Another guy that's got a free pass is David Ortiz. Oh, of course. Free free pass. Big oh, David Ortiz. Yeah, you can't help but smile. I'm a Yankees fan, and I hear David Ortiz's name, and I just smile. And I think, wow, this, this guy's a player. Oh, Steinbrenner went nuts about that because he told Cashman to sign him in the offseason. <laughs> and Cashman really? said they had a DH already. And then every time Ortiz used to hit a home run against the Yankees, I guess Steinbrenner used to call Cashman and scream at him. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. In the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Cashman's probably got pants. He probably wakes up in a cold sweat sometimes, dreaming that he's still alive. 
<laughs> Having a nightmare. <laughs> Who knows how the sun is, right? Um, not not anything like the father. Hey. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Or uh, how about Jacoby Brissett? I like what him. They, I like him. I think what, he's a good player. What did the Patriots get in exchange for that trade? Uh, they got a player back for him. They got Philip Dorsett, and he looks like Dorsett. he is going to be a big part of the team this year. He was pretty big last year in the playoffs too, but this year yeah. uh, he's really, really looked good. He's a yeah. He was a, he was certainly a situational performer last year. He's an interesting guy, you know. His sister is a professional well, bodybuilder. She has a negative body fat, which I've never heard of. I didn't even know it was possible. Well, does she strap herself onto her brother when they play or do some weird act? Uh, <laughs> I guess the whole family is like genetic genetic freaks. His brother <laughs> trains him. His brother's a bodybuilder. Really? Uh, they, the Patriots had to tell him to, because he came in uh, to the OTAs and he was all beefed up. They had to tell him to tr- trim back down. Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know he, he's just that hard of a worker. So it's nice when you got a guy that you got to tell him, hey, he's got too much muscle instead of a guy that's too fat. You know, mm-hmm. which I guess was Trent Williams' problem, right? He showed up overweight, and now he wants to be traded. But trade could still happen. Yeah, I just think. Uh, Patriots, they they like Isaiah Wynn. He was their first-round pick last year, him and Sony Michelle. But starting a rookie at left tackle, you know. I mean, because this is really his rookie year because he didn't play last year. It's, uh, you know, that's throwing him into the fire. Yeah, if uh, Trent Williams, if he's healthy... Well, and, they said he like, is. If he's healthy, and that's a big if, but if he's healthy and motivated, yeah, he'd be an excellent addition to any line if he's healthy and if he's motivated. Well, he and there's two, two big ifs. I guess he two wants out ifs. of Washington, so we'll see what happens. But Apparently he does. Line now, yeah. The Patriots line right now, the strength is to the right side. Because Marcus Cannon and Shaq Mason are excellent. Joe Tooney's an excellent left guard. But left tackle is still a question mark right now. I like Isaiah Wynn. Uh, I think he's got a lot of potential, but he's just, you know, he's untested to me. They know more because they watch him in practice, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They must feel pretty comfortable with him. Not that comfortable with if they offered a first-round pick to Washington, you know. You know, so I would expect to see a left tackle coming to New England. Uh, who I have no idea, but maybe the Colts left tackle now that Andrew Luck retired, right? What's his name, Costanzo or something? Don't think that, that, that rings left tackle. Yes, Costanzo. Or is he a right tackle? Someone like might move him to left tackle. Mm-hmm. I think he come out. He's been in the league a long, long time. They could probably get him for. 
But I would expect to see the Colts. I mean, if they don't trade for a named quarterback right now, they might as well start shipping out some players because they're not going to hey, do shit. I got a quarterback. Uh, why, we'll we'll trade him. Case Keenum, he's ready. He's ready no, to start. No, he'd be better than what they have. He's a good. He's. I think he's an. I think he's an all right quarterback. I don't know. He did pretty good in Minnesota. He's no better than Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a little better than him, probably. Yeah. I, I would say marginal. When you add, uh, sum it up. Yeah. If like I said, said, I'd rather go with Brissett because Brissett's younger. If the Patriots cut Brian Hoyer, he will be starting somewhere in the NFL. That's how few quarterbacks there are. Yeah, but that wouldn't be smart. So, I mean, if the Patriots cut Brian Hoyer, then who's left holding the clipboard? Uh, that would be the rookie uh, Stead, uh, Stedham from uh, Ogden. And uh, the, the, from the rationale behind that is Ogden? he played at Auburn. Auburn, Auburn last year, mm-hmm. Tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. Uh, so I mean, the rationale behind that is like, if Brady gets hurt and he's like out for the year, you're not winning the Super Bowl probably anyway. So, but I, I think if he's going to be out for one or two games, you'd rather have Hoya. You know. Yeah. So what are the odds? Um, last year was did Brady miss a game or two last year? I can't remember. Nope. Yeah, I guess that's why I don't remember. Cause I, he didn't miss any, any time. Did he? It, didn't he miss the first four something for being suspended a couple of years ago? That was, that was like, a year before. That was the last time. Yeah, that was the last time I think he's missed games. Yeah. Although so, I okay. do last game and they played uh, Garoppolo in that game a few years ago. But they kept hmm. a lot of guys out of that game. But I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you, you know. a pass I on mean, that. I mean, he played in that AFC Championship game with, what, 20 stitches in his freaking hand? Yeah, that's right. That was, it was all crazy. blown apart from that. That uh, was done. That uh, misalignment on the handoff. That's right. In practice, they were, it's a live fire practice when that, something like that happens. Rex Burkhead. He must have felt so bad. <laughs> He's probably high on all that cocaine he was getting from you know, Patrick Chung. He's probably hey, supplying the team back then. They're all hopped up on there coke. Was a, there was a guy uh, on the Patriots who was a right tackle, Nick Kaza, who got busted by the state police for uh, having like thousands and thousands of oxys. And I guess then he uh, he cooperated with the state police to get out of trouble. So mm-hmm. there has been a history of uh, players getting arrested. But that's all around the NFL. I mean, these guys, uh, if they can't take, like I said, if they can't smoke weed, they're going to take pain pills. They're in pain. Uh, playing an NFL game, I think at the end of the game, you feel like you've been in, like, two car accidents. Mm-hmm. And these are men in their 20s and 30s. These are men that are in the top shape, you know, the top 5% of all humans on the earth. Are they taking cocaine too? These, these are the same people that were taking cocaine. They take cocaine, whatever right? they want. They, 
Yeah. Now the MLB, you heard what MLB players are taking, right? Those sex pills that they sell right. at gas oh. stations. Oh. oh. And they're being oh. warned oh. not to take those. I what is okay here you we got a breaking news breaking news what is this story mark shut us so that's i i just know the very bare basics here someone do it with uh yeah with male and handsome pills and gas stations and major league baseball can you tie all these things together into a story Yeah, so what happened was Major League Baseball sent out a memo to all its players saying those male enhancement pills that they sell at gas stations will make them test positive under their agreement for um, performance-enhancing drugs. Okay. So there must be something in it that they're not allowed to take, some kind of ginseng or guan. I don't know. It's got to be okay, some so kind yeah, of Okay, so, yeah, they're not saying what me, it is. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, without revealing what it is, they're merely saying there's something in there that may cause it. Okay. Yeah. Pretty funny. It's almost like free advertising. If I was the maker or distributor of these uh, gas station dick pills, this would be like free advertising for my product, wouldn't it? Well, evidently they give you energy. I don't know if they give you a bonus. But they definitely give you energy. So, well, uh, you know, will these it help guys you pitch are a no hitter? Hit mile an hour. I could pitch a no hitter. Well, these if I guys take these are trying rounds. to hit a. Uh-huh. Nah, I think it's the hitters too. Don't forget, it. they're trying to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball, and you know they want to be on uppers, not downers. So, so is it going to improve my outfield game? All that stuff. Yeah, it's going to help probably. with the. I don't know how standing out in left field with a bonus is going to look. Catching those infield flies. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it was a funny, funny story. I'm sure Frank heard it. Frank's really on top of all his sports. He really is. I'm glad oh, the Red Sox are. could piss him off. Well, they're, yeah, by losing to Philly. Was it the reverse? If they had to lose, at least Frank got mad about it. He's usually yeah, happy when they lose. Plan. Yeah. Yet again. Plans thwarted by a Boston based team. Yeah. Well, we're, we're into so, the free no part of the show right today, here. Huh? No chap dog today, oh. but we're into, and we're past the uh, the two hours as well. So we're into that free part of the oh. show right here where we can we can talk politics. Oh, cool. And uh, I wouldn't mind discussing uh, international trade. International trade for 100, Alex. China. And, and what you do you what, think? About- well, I was saying for, for months now that if there isn't a, an explicit statement, it's certainly implicit that Manufacturers should be decoupling with China. U.S. manufacturers should be decoupling with China and that we should be looking to move our business elsewhere. And now that became explicit on Friday, or was it yesterday, (laughs) with the the president's most recent comments where he was directing. I'm not sure whether he said order or directing 
U.S. manufacturers to uh, to change their uh, their place of manufacture. Those are pretty strong words. No more China, huh? Yeah. But no more China, yeah. But it's clear, clear leadership, clear direction, clear reasoning, I believe. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, those factories are not safe places to work. Uh, the, the pay is horrible. And, um, you know, what, Nike's there in Malaysia, so they're probably all right, right? Oh, yeah, they're okay. So they got to get out of Malaysia. No, Malaysia's fine. I mean, uh, they they must have saw it coming because they moved their operations to Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they were already in Malaysia. So, They're always there. Oh. Well, it just seems but, like uh, China I think is... The subcontractors. There's, there was a lot of stuff that was made in China, but that it's there's going to be a, a, a one-time disruption while the supply chains get re- reestablished elsewhere. So what's that going to mean for China? Slower growth, maybe uh, ultimately, yeah, maybe maybe a regime regime change in a real extreme way. If it caused mm-hmm. a significant uh, downturn in the Chinese economy, it might allow the enough uh, internal disruption to, to disrupt the uh, the government. It might not. Well, whatever is best for the people, you know. Let me see what happened to. Remember in the late 80s, you know, Japan seemed to be rising and it was going to like take over and it seemed to have all the marbles and all the cards in its hand. And then through a series of recessions in Japan, the, the markets, things just have never been quite the same for them. They kind of topped yeah. out. This could be China's turn here to top out. It's sort of gracefully you know, going to sideways. As the United States continues to grow and prosper, which I could see would upset the Chinese because they, you know, maybe some of them think that uh, that they should rule the the world. Maybe. Well, I can tell you this: I've driven a lot of students that come over from China, mm-hmm. and they're hard working, but they have a different attitude towards life than we do. They do. Um, Although I, you know, I haven't once, uh, I don't remember any of them saying that they had any desire to rule the world, though. Do you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Not to say I've that they couldn't have that. felt that or that they might have believed that, but I haven't heard any of them. None of them were making any claims in my presence, anyway. No, I just, I, I feel like almost like they feel like they're smarter than everybody. And they might be. Sure. But yeah. there is like um, almost a cocky feeling behind when they're talking to you. I'd say some of them are. And I would say some of them, I'd say, yeah, actually, you are smarter than me. So I'd start right there. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind works faster or better mathematics or better at, uh, at a procedure of this or that or whatever. Sure. Yes. Yeah, there are some brilliant minds in that area. Yeah, definitely mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. And systems, logistics, some brilliant minds there. That uh, one guy running yeah. for the Democratic Party, and there's fewer candidates now, but um, uh, what's his name, Wong or Wo, or um, he's uh, 
He was the founder of Vizio TV. No kidding. Patrick, Patrick Wong? Wow. He's got to have some money. One of the presidential candidates. So. Decent guy, entrepreneur. I mean, yeah, he's Democrat, but other than, yeah, won't hold that against him. I like seeing the competition. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That fellow from Massachusetts was the latest to uh, to withdraw. Um, maybe you know the gentleman. He's a former uh, service mem- member. Oh, he did pull out, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's sad to see him go because so he, he was good man. He was bringing. He had a positive message to bring, you know, attention to to vets and, and veterans' uh, issues. Yeah. Yeah, actually, in Riviera, on Charlie Ave, they just opened a new veteran housing building, mm-hmm. and uh, there's two American flags outside, and it looks beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and, you know, if you want to send all these guys over to all these other countries and put them in live combat, when they come back, they need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. They're going to come back. Not everybody's going to come back and be able to go to work. You know, it's not... I actually was lucky enough yesterday to meet a World War II. Uh, oh, what was he? A corporal in the uh-huh. Marine Corps, something like that. He says, you don't have to salute me. <laughs> what a nice guy. 96 uh-huh. years old. Wow. And, uh, you know, they came back from World War II. They didn't know what PTSD was. They just went to work. But now we know what it is. And, yes. you know, these guys are coming back from kicking in doors and going through houses and doing stuff that's a little crazy. Not, and, you know, high stress and uh, bomb disposal guys are coming back. You know, mm-hmm. and what is, what, what is it, you know, what's he supposed to do? He's just disarming IED. Now what's he supposed to do? Um, build a rec room. Uh, build a rec room in your basement. Yeah, in suburbia. he needs to chill. But he and needs help. Put a bar in. He have a little tiki therapy. bar. Exactly. Chill. Yeah, you drink alcohol. And uh, he might need therapy. You know, look at the kid Cedric Benson crashed on a on a motorcycle and died. He was drunk. He probably had uh, CTE. I guarantee. If they check his brain, he's got CTE. Guarantee. Probably. Oh, I didn't read the um, the story on his crash, but was he uh, was he doing any catwalks at all? <laughs> I know. I know he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, he was drunk. But the only reason I ask is that, just quite randomly too, by the way, I've noticed three motorcyclists catwalking in my presence, and it's like, what is a catwalk? Huh. You know, we you you pull your front tire up and you just sort of roll down the pavement for a while. Oh, a wheelie. Wheelie, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were kidding because he went to Penn State. <laughs> yeah, but catwalk, you know, it's like cruising along, you know, for okay. like a, I don't know what a quarter of a mile. Really. Evidently, he wasn't, he wasn't driving the motorcycles properly because he crashed. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's he's, easy enough he's to dead do. now. Especially and when you're motorcycles drunk. Motorcycles are uh, dangerous enough, you know. Uh, if you're sober. no need to be speeding on them. And trying to go around people and all the shit people do on them. And it's funny because I've seen it. 
scarf or something because he had the pants on. And he had on like a German helmet, right? Oh, uh, yeah, those crowd helmets. Uh-huh. All, with the cutoff shirt and all tattoos on his arm. And he went in the right lane, which was to take a right. And then when the light turned green, he took a left around everybody. Now, if the guy hit him, uh, you know, he's going to have to live with that, whether or not it's his fault. He's going to have to live with hitting someone on a motorcycle and possibly killing him. Guy could have kids at home. And that sure. guy was being an asshole, cutting him off, going around yes. like that on a motorcycle and thinking, mm-hmm. like, he should be able to do it. Well, just get in line with everybody else. Don't go around people on motorcycles. People are like, oh, yeah, you're too close to me. Listen, you guys, a lot of people on motorcycles drive crazy, and, and it's very dangerous. And, uh, you know, well, they're, they're in a my rush, buddy uh, hit a guy on a scooter, Uh-oh. and he almost lost his job for it. Yes. The guy went right over his hood, and then the police reporter had to come out and vindicate him and say it was the other guy's fault. The scooter driver's fault, but that's right? That's stressful. It was a scooter driver. Yeah, it was the kid's fault on the scooter. But it's so still now you can understand I mean, why was, people was, die from these scooters because there was a case where someone took the scooter and beat they beat someone to death with a scooter as a weapon. That's crazy. Yeah, that's true though. Someone was beaten to death with a scooter. So these scooters are making us so angry that we'll, we'll use them as as weapons. <laughs> Nunchucks. Well, this kid was on a moped. Uh, I know the scooters. What are you talking about? The ones that you push with your feet? Those bird scooters. Do you have those? Yeah. Bird scooters? I don't know. Like free scooters that just dropped off? Uh, they sort of appear in your neighborhood? No, no, no. We got bicycles out here. The bicycles okay, the scooters are coming then. Yeah, then the well, scooters will arrive as well. They got motors on them. If they got motors on them, there's going to be trouble. Yeah, little electric things. Yeah, those are bullshit. Like in L.A., they get in the way of everything, and you end up, you know, lots of people getting into accidents. But they're doing, you know, hundreds of dollars of damage to their cars, and little scooter fucks are riding away, not paying anything, and yet they're just, like, cruising along, so you force you to bump over the, you either hit them, or you got to drive your car over a curb and damage your car. Yeah, they're little shits. And, yeah. and the thing is, some of these cars are fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and they're made so that if they get hit, it's a three thousand dollar repair. You know, that's true. I mean, I'm not stupid. You're not stupid. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that they could build a better car in the fifties than they can now. We went backwards. These guys are assholes that make cars. With the fucking crash bumpers and all this shit, they tell us we need them. We don't fucking need them. We need those cars that they had in the 50s. That when you bumped into someone, you said, hey, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, too. Uh, nothing, no damage. Okay, see you later. But no, you know what happens if that happens? Your insurance doesn't go up. The state doesn't make money. The repair guys don't make money. The fucking car companies don't make more money. The tow companies don't make more money. The asshole police that got to show up and write the fucking report don't make more money. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
The whole fucking system sucks. Yeah, Chrome bumpers. And then they tell you it's a, it's a it's a fucking privilege to have a license. Oh, it's a privilege to have a license. What the fuck are you talking about? A privilege? How am I supposed to get to work <laughs> without a car? <laughs> the fuck? It's a privilege. I mean, what are you talking? It's a privilege. <laughs> it's a privilege to pay insurance and pay for a sticker and pay for the, your registration. It's, you know, you're privileged to give us all this money. Oh, what a privilege. They call it tax Massachusetts, and I think... Tom DeLuise. I think California might be even worse. Oh, it's way worse? Than Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I know. can't take note of it after a while. He was cool when he came out with his son. Yeah, but he he needed that vacation. I could tell he he was ready for his vacation. Oh yeah, yeah. Was he? Uh... Well, being a lawyer's got to be stressful, right? I mean, having all that money. Oh, of course, of course. Be tough. It's a yeah. lot of responsibilities. It's uh, it's a, yeah. If if more anyone's money, deserving of of a vacation time, it's uh, it's certainly jab dog. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, because when you have money, then you got to protect it, right? And, yeah, and people don't understand that because if you issues. make a bad investment, that money's gone. Well, yeah, that can't happen. So you want to try? Yeah, you want to try to be safe with your money and all these things. And uh, he's got know. his money now. <laughs> hey, Frank, Frank is Frank is the best, right? Poor Frank. He's still he alive. gave up on the Mets before the Mets gave up on the Mets. You know he's going to suck. I know. He screwed he up. Admit it. Quit. I, I was trying to get him to jump back onto the train this morning. He's like, nah, they're going to they're gonna go back down again. But he, I did say, hey, but if you, you did you think they'd get this far back in May? You didn't think they'd ever be this good, did you, did you Frank? Of course not. He's watching every game. Every game. Like he's watching every inning of every game. Yeah, Frank's good like that. But I mean, what is he going to do during the NFL season? He's really going to sit down and watch the Dolphins. What's the 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 ceiling for the Dolphins? The absolute ceiling. Say they're better than the Bills and the Jets, and they get four wins right there. They could Uh possibly win another four games and be Frank's nightmare and be like eight and eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's got himself a good 500 team there. You know, because uh, well, I mean, I I don't know. What do you think uh, uh, Rosen's going to do there, quarterback? I, I I don't know. I he's a rookie, and he's also he's put into a situation where there's a bunch of new parts. You know, it's a new line, it's a new offense, it's new coaches. I mean, it's a lot. How can you have any expectation on? Uh, no, I have low expectations as to what could be. Me too. I can see yeah. the media making a circus of it, but other than that, I. I, I actually think the Jets are going to be better than the Dolphins. Yo, yeah, for sure. Because Jets, you know, they've got they say, they what, second year, third year. Yeah, and the quarterback Donald, a couple of receivers, yeah. the battle line. Yeah. But they did just lose two uh, of their middle linebackers, I guess, to knee injury. A lot of oh. knee injuries already happened. 
Vegas just lost a guy, it looks like, for the year. Special teams guy is like a special teams ace. Uh, mm-hmm. He had to get carted off the field, and we haven't gotten a report on him yet, but usually when they get on a cot and, and get driven off the field, it's because they don't want him to. They tore something or they broke something, and they don't want him to hurt it worse. Mm-hmm. So. When was the last game Josh Gordon played? He played in a Patriot that uniform would be before, la- He played he? last year, what, against the Dolphins was his last game? In a Patriot uniform, right? Yeah. And okay. then uh, he, he did that quick, uh, not retirement thing, but he said he was going to step away from the game, and then this positive drug test came out, and then, you know, that's what happened. And now he's got a reinstatement. Mm-hmm. There wasn't. I mean, is there anything fishy about that? Well, if he was only suspended for marijuana, I mean, and now it's yeah, legal. We don't, I what? mean, I, I think Cadell's trying to give the guy a break, is what I think. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the Patriots getting a break. I think he's trying to give Josh Gordon a break. I mean, who okay. knows what Josh Gordon said to him, you know? Right. But I heard that he had to go and meet with Cadell about getting reinstated in the league. Uh-huh. So, you know, he must have talked, uh, he must have said the right things, you know. Uh, Goodell's not known for doing the Patriots any favors, so. No, he's I not. He's not. And he would get the... so mocked, cheered at the stadium if he showed up at the freaking stadium. You mean like uh, they throw rotten tomatoes at him? No, they would just cheer for him because any probably think because for Commissioner of, Goodell, you know, they cheer for Goodell. Yeah, why not? We just won the Super Bowl again. What are we going to be mad at him for? What did he oh, do? Nothing. He helped motivate I mean, them. Clearly, nothing. Yeah, he helped motivate the team. It was. Uh, it's real easy for Belichick to say it's. A, us against the world when every newspaper is writing it and all these people are saying it and the commission is against you and everything. That's what he wants. He wants that locker room to take on the whole world. That's what he wants. And that's what he wants to get him to do. I know. It's clever. He's getting it both ways. Because here's the team that's yeah, being accused of cheating and under a microscope and every little move looked at. And on the other nope. hand, it's like there's nobody get, getting in your way. Still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, oh, the, I mean, they are. They're the, they're the 27 Yankees right now. They're the, the Yankees that were on a roll. They're the Celtics that were on a roll. They're, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the Golden State Warriors right now. You know, the, the Patriots are the class of the NFL, and everybody else is behind them. You know, I said it last night. I said they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, and then if they stay healthy, they're going to win again next year, too. And you know what? He, Belichick got even more depth. And uh, it's just, you know, losing Gronkowski is a big loss, no matter what anyone says. Losing Gronkowski is a big loss. Uh, it's it just, is. That's the, way, that's the way it goes. But, you can't replace him, but you know what? Well, he's, he wasn't he's a cog. Yeah, player. but he's... He's one cog in a in a multi cog machine, though. 
Well, now they got Edelman. They got Demarius Thomas, maybe. Hmm. We'll see how he fits in. They got Gordon coming back. They There'll got be new, new names they and drafted. players excelling in, in, in right. the system. Well, right now they the got gaps. six tight ends on the roster. Six. Mm-hmm. They got Lance Kendricks. They got all these guys they drafted. Izzo in the fifth round. They got, you know, they got a few guys they drafted. But they traded for a guy from the Falcons who was supposed to be a good blocker. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Michael Bennett does not like to wear a full jersey. It's hilarious. No? He no, likes to put on a, a D cup, even though he's he's really a C cup, one of them, them kind of? He like no, his the pants. opposite. He likes like that real tight shirt with, uh, uh, you know, it's all tied down. And then uh, it's like it's like those old Oiler jerseys they used to rip. It's one of those. Oh, the tearaways? Yeah, he's got a tearaway on. You can't block that guy. He's unblockable. Uh-huh. He's a big problem. The NFL is really a different Patriots team. They really, they were like, oh, yeah, they lost Trey Flowers. How are you going to replace him? Well, I don't know. We'll get uh, Michael Bennett. He's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an in-kind exchange there. There's no loss of quality. You might even have picked up some speed. I mean, they're both going to get nine sacks. Pretty much. They're both going to get double teamed. They're both going to get a lot of attention. So I think it's the, it's the overall. You know the difference I see. It's it's an overall Joe system. Of Belichick, Belichick's uh, brinksmanship that he can bring whatever part he needs to bring, whatever team it happens to be that he you know that he's using a special team or a offensive set or a defensive set. It really doesn't seem to matter. But it just comes down to a play, no. and he'll just outbrinkspin the other team. He just stare the other coach in the eye, and just the whole team just, you know, accomplishes something and shuts it down. He really believes in being tougher than the other team, too. Mentally tougher, physically it shows. tougher. Shows. Yes. And and that's the difference. And, and, uh, and it looks like uh, they're going to be that way again this year. Well, yeah, the coaching doesn't change. The attitude doesn't change. The philosophy doesn't change. He's a Brinksman. Well, they're grooming He's just gonna um, you. his son. You can't win. His son, Steve Belichick, is uh, being groomed to be the new defensive coordinator. He uh-huh. is a safeties coach. He's got on a headset. And also, they're grooming Gerard Mayo. He's a linebacker's coach, and he's also got a headset on. So, uh, uh-huh. one of them is going to be the next defensive play caller. I think it's going to be Mayo, but Belichick's son has been on the the coaching staff for like three years now. Yeah, yeah. This uh, in other industries we call this nepotism. Is his son yeah. it is. a bozo, or can he actually coach? I don't know. You'd have to ask his father that, but I don't see his father. Uh, I see the nepotism in getting him the job, but he started at the bottom, you know. Well, at the bottom is he's, you know, he's, he, the way he come up. But his father he, was still the head coach, so no at, one could at, say anything to him. At, at Navy, right? 
Belichick's his father? He's a, no, Belichick's father. He was oh, his Navy. father. Yeah. His father coached at Navy, yeah. Uh, so Belichick came up the hard way. And that's where Belichick cut his bones. Sure. You know. If, was, if you uh, can call it the hard way. And he was making like, well, he was making, I, I forget the amount of money. It was a ridiculous amount of money. Being a special assistant for the uh, Indianapolis, no, for the, yeah, the Colts. But they were the Baltimore Colts when he was. Uh-huh. He was. Uh, he would get the game film ready for the coach, and that's where uh-huh. he really learned how to study film and everything. He's saying from his father and from doing that for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And he worked his way up, worked his way up, and uh, became a special teams coach. Then became the uh, defensive coordinator for the uh, Giants, and then uh, the head coach for Cleveland, and uh-huh. then he went back. Uh, for, to the Patriots for a year, special assistant, uh, assistant head coach to Bill Parcells. Then he followed him to the Jets, and then he came back here, and he's been here for 20 years. And this is going to be his last job, I would assume. After he knifed Parcells. He's got Parcells. an open-ended contract. Nice Parcells Yeah, did you the see Jets. the 20 for, the 30 for 30 thing with Parcells and Belichick? It was awesome. No, is it a new one or or is this in the recent years? It's a new one. It was no, last not. year they did really? it. Really, really. Oh yeah, they walk. They they go up to the Jets locker room, and the, uh-huh. the HBO guy is going to take them through. I mean, the ESPN guy is going to take them through this freaking Jets locker room, and Belichick's like, I don't want to go in there, and Pascal's like, I don't want to go in there either. We mm-hmm. never want anything there. So they went into the Giants locker room, and then they had the four Super Bowl trophies. And, pa- and Belichick goes, yeah, there's the two we gave him. And <laughs> Parcells looked at one of them, and he said, you really should have won this one. Uh-huh. Pointing at the one when they were 16 and all. Saying they got screwed. Yeah. Belichick would never say that. No, of course not. No, because hate. he can't. Because he, he can't. He's going to say about the same one. Yeah. Well, of course, it values. His, I mean, he's won as well, so it's you value the win. Yeah. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. There are plenty of those. Yeah. He's oh yeah. Master of brinksmanship. So okay, no more trade. So no in China more then. Andrew Luck. No more Andrew Luck. No more shoes made in China. Uh, no, no more, more Chinese wine. Uh, apparently, they're they're um, going to increase the tariffs on uh, American automobiles because you know they're buying over there. You know, the, the Chinese were oh yeah in China yeah they're, they're that's the, one of the tariffs that they retaliatory tariffs they put on us against our cars. Huh. Like because oh but they're buying so many of our cars you know. <laughs> I don't see any of our cars over there, do you? No, they weren't buying any of our cars. I mean, the ones that we're making, the GM is making over there, but that's a different story. But yeah. there are, so it's like big deal. Okay, it's the up the tariff on our cars, but you're not buying our cars, so make it a thousand percent. It's not really causing any problems here. Irrelevant. Pretty much. Yeah. Very irrelevant. Very irrelevant. 
I'm looking for something good to go out on here before the system shuts nice. shuts us down. Yeah. Uh, well, if it does shut us down, I hope you have a great week, my friend. Well, thank you. Likewise, and we'll come back next Sunday. We'll have Chab Dog back. He'll be able to tell yeah. us uh, of the rest of his adventures there. And He's in Hyannisport? Nantucket? Nantucket. He was in Nantucket. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, he was taking the ferry to Nantucket. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go out with Donna Summer. Donna Summer. Sounds way good. To end the summer here. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, everybody, to Chab Dog Sports Talk Radio Show. It's been another great Sunday, August 25th. And uh, here's Donna Summer seeing us out the door.